on the next episode of Nerdberg. Nerdberg. What? <laughs> but, wow. Yeah, I'm Nerdberger. This will will be five the minutes. Prestigious. This five minutes. On next, wow. On the next episode, we'll pronounce it properly. Am I gonna need to put a? Am I gonna need Aww. to put a bucket next to you oh, when I'm you're fine. sleeping tonight? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Fifty-three. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy and a guy. What? No, I wasn't stuttering like we do. A guy and 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 a guy. There are actually four guys here in the studio. The studio One of them is me, Mike. This studio is very white guy tonight. <laughs> it's super white guy. It's it's. it's I think it's as white guy as it has ever been. I'm correct. I don't know. Have we ever had two white dude guests yeah. in here at the same time? I think we've, we've had. Yeah. Matthew who? and Daniel. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't count as a kid. It's like three and a half Kid guys. doesn't count. <laughs> That's right. The kid doesn't count. <laughs> three and a half guys. Ouch. That's how two and a half men, right? Three and a half. That was, That's true. Daniel was in here. But previously we had like. A guy and a girl at the same time at the, in the studio. Anyway, yeah, we've got uh, um, a couple of guests here today. We have so, multiple guests. So we're going to introduce <laughs> b- b- both of them. Um, here is guest number one. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. Welcome back, Matthew. And, and uh, three, 353. That's the country code for Ireland, if you need to call them, by the way. Oh, is it really? Yeah, 353. Well, I think we determined where you're going to retire to. Uh, then. Most likely, so keep that number handy. And <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends, everybody. Um, <laughs> Matthew, thank you for joining us of today. Um, and we have, uh, you know, in the studio for the second time, I believe. Um my little brother one of them <laughs> i have two little brothers the kurt. youngest of the younger brothers hi everyone welcome back kurt it's so good to be not, back in this room welcome s- to hot atlanta <laughs> oh, don't call it that <laughs> he will don't sound that. he will sound a little different than he normally does because he's actually here on microphone and not like the bad iphone microphone <laughs> or the no. head the airpod headset what microphone or no whatever you else. you have a brand new Shure SM58 or whatever Yeah, they're are. 58s, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that's right. We have four microphones now. Thank in, you for all of your in donations. In honor of Kurt. <laughs> and Kurt is talking into the new one. Yeah, thank you everyone for all of your donations so that they can purchase a fourth <laughs> microphone. All of our donations. <laughs> you have collected ones of dollars. <laughs> so... As this episode comes out, it is Christmas Day. I'm saying this assuming that Mike will get the episode <laughs> out on Christmas Day, but he has never missed a Wednesday, so I am confident he will. Um, so Don't jinx it. Um, yeah, in honor of Christmas Day, um, we are uh, getting liquored up. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you do when you hang out with your family on Christmas. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way you can tolerate them. Survival. Yeah, can- right? 
I come over here and I right do, guys who are related. Yeah, yep. I, I did. How many? How many? How many? Dozen, I've been in town for like what? Six eight, hours. Eight, eight, eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> time to get drunk. I've time done, to get drunk. I've, I've done how many dozen episodes with Kurt on this show and never gotten hammered in the process of it because he was remote. Yeah, but now he's here. thousand miles away. So we're going to have some scotch and maybe some other things. some other things. Yes. So what are we starting with? What are we doing? Let's get this out of the way so that we can talk about stupid stuff. Do we <laughs> need to start happy. with something? Like almost like an appetizer, something, yeah, something, something light, and clean. something alcoholic so appetizer. So I yeah. brought some things with me, and then of course there are things here in the studio because apparently oh, we um, need a photo, right? We oh, need a photo. Mike did some early Christmas shopping for himself. I also did for myself too, because we have a, a number of large bottles, and then Kurt brought the snack pack, as I referred to it, <laughs> which is yeah. how many you got there too? You got uh, 12. There's 12 bottles, so six different varieties. I brought a couple of ounces. Little bottles. Are of, they, they're numbered. Yeah, so this is leftover. Last year, a group of friends of uh, uh, mine and I, we did essentially, we call it Christmas spirits, and uh, <laughs> we all shared whiskey with each other and basically created advent calendars, like on our own. So uh, this, <laughs> these are the bottles from that. I didn't do it this year with because a couple of those friends moved away and so on and so forth. But um, so, yeah, I packed them up so we'd have some variety here. And it just works out that some of the things, these are just on my shelf at home because I was told to bring booze, so I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That some of them are actually kind of variations of other bottles that are here in the studio. So we could actually compare some things that are similar. We're going to start something kind of neat and clean in length, though. We're going to start with an Irish whiskey, Protestant Irish whiskey, Bushmills 10. Bushmills 10. So there's a bottle for you and Mike to share how much ever you want to share. When he says bottle, Mm -hmm. he means a little tiny bottle. They're one ounce, so we're each getting like half ounce pours. What is a Protestant Irish whiskey? Well, Bushmills, the distillery, is in the north of Ireland, in the Protestant Northern Ireland. Okay. It's the only one in the north yeah Catholic so, Irish whiskey. It's, it's a whiskey that was made when this guy got got really uppity and it's like i have had enough of your bullshit rules and i'm gonna put a thing up on the door and i'm gonna say how things are gonna be now yeah. and all the complaints and this is what we should be doing so this and, is and, they and, made and, whiskey different and and yes mm-hmm. you are correct listener that uh that was craig swearing and it was not bleeped. Oh yeah, because we're be not a... we're not doing that today yeah, this yeah, is an fuck merry shit. fucking christmas <laughs> So yeah, this is Bushmills tenure malt whiskey. So it's a it's a malt whiskey. A lot of people think Irish whiskeys are terrible, but that's because they're drinking terrible blends. Probably mm-hmm. uh, you can get great Irish whiskeys if you look for the actual single malt whiskey. Good. Bushmills was opened in 1608. They claim to be the oldest whiskey distillery in Ireland. Yes, that's smooth. Yeah, yeah. now neat and clean. Jameson claims to be the oldest Nummy. legal. Yeah, distillery right. because yeah. Bushmills did not have a legal certificate to open the distillery in 1608. But they were they in Ireland. Anyway. They were in Ireland, Ireland and the King of England yeah, wasn't going right, to... So, so I got a new joke here. So an Irishman oh, walks out of a bar. <laughs> but don't... <laughs> That's funny. Because normally he would be rolled up. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Get, get it, everyone? The Irish are a bunch of lazy drunks. Hey, I, I, I'm Irish, and I approve of this message. <laughs> I'm part Irish, and I approve as well. Part, we're, yes. we're not. Yeah. I don't think we are in how, how, how much Irish are you, Matthew? I think one-eighth. I'm like uh, five-sixteenths. Or maybe I'm one. No, I'm one. one I'm, just, tw- I'm just over one eight. I am one one thousandth and twenty fourth. Okay, so yeah, you don't up. count then. <laughs> no, I'm one eighth. Yeah, but I'm still five sixteenths. The rest so is German okay. and Swiss. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Bushmills I was, I was led good. to believe there might somebody once told me that we might have some <clears throat> Irish background. 
But we don't have we don't have. You're definitely Scottish. not Scottish. <laughs> yeah, despite def- our despite our last name, we do not we we are all not of you Scottish. McDonald's out there. They are not Scottish. Sorry Leave about, them alone. My ancestors did not side with the British sorry on numerous about, occasions. Yeah, sorry about Glencoe, but the, that was not us. <laughs> <laughs> it was not me. We were we we are German in the background there. Eh? Matthew's German too. Yeah, German. You want the rest of that, Mike? We've told that. Do I want the rest of it? Yeah. He didn't pour the full thing out. I didn't pour the the full thing. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. Here, you finish off. (laughs) I I do have to drive home, so I have to be very good. What? I I have to wake up tomorrow morning. I know. I drank it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Kurt's like, I poured you some. I I drank it. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I'll have a little bit of that. I'm a big guy. I can have a few of these. I'll be fine. And and we, Kurt Kurt and I, for the record, um, all of us who traveled here, are being safe, and yes. if, if if anybody is feeling like mm, this is a bad idea, and Mike's going to kind of keep us honest on that because um, he doesn't want to have to find new guests and co-hosts. No, no. <laughs> that I, there there will be uh, the, uh, Ubers the, or Lyfts yep. or something employed if if things go south. <laughs> and I have an Uber gift card that I'll be able to use tonight, just in case I need Excellent. to. So I am ready to be smart. Now let's mm. that it's just it's a good light. It's good. Opening palate cleansing from our Creole yeah. dinner. That's uh, uh that's 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 how you show your appreciation for fine whiskey, right? Is when you go, mmm, because <laughs> that's what I've been doing. For the record, <laughs> that's how I'm going to show appreciation to that. I'm going to smack my lips. Mm. Now, I, I saw a uh, a documentary on Scotch and and this Scottish guy. Scotchumentary. Yes, a Scotchumentary, yes. and he Lord. was explaining what makes a perfect dram. Dram being the snobbish word for a Poor. Poor, yeah. He said it's 40% whiskey, 50% company, and 10% somebody else's whiskey. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I find that to be pretty accurate. <laughs> Someone else's whiskey? Yeah. That's and my we, favorite we, brand. We, Kurt, you and I have, have that going on. And we're drinking what? each other's. Each other's each whiskey. Other's whiskey that's but true. Craig and Matthew yeah. are just drinking our whiskey. We're just yes. mooches. Although I think, Kurt, I think Kurt's I've family, contrib- his whiskey is my whiskey. <laughs> All right. Although yeah. I, I do believe I have contributed enough to you have in the past to, yes. to take a few drams. If it yeah. wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been but confident in buying those, down this road those two brand new bottles of whiskey. <laughs> if, it was, if it wasn't for Matthew, Mike wouldn't have turned into a Scotch snob. He would have turned <laughs> into an alcoholic. Yeah. Started yeah. to do. It's like I've never had whiskey before. Three weeks later, here's my Lagavulin 16. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it that's was, kind of been it the was thing. A couple of months. But yeah. the, in the, understand, listeners, in the time that I have known Mike, he has been not a uh, a big liquor drinker. Um, he, you know, you drink beer um, at uh, on occasion, and when you do have uh, a liquor drink, it's been and you've made jokes about it yourself. You like fruity, you like sweet drinks. Yeah, but uh, you had lately, to talk me out of getting one at dinner earlier. <laughs> Save it for later, Mike. Yeah. But you've uh, you've gotten into the scotch lately. Yep. Good man, yes. I love I love your box, Kurt. He's I got know. a little box that fits all the little tiny bottles. Yeah, you should take a picture of the box because the <laughs> box is cute. <laughs> That's a hot box. We're gonna call that the coffin where we put the dead it? soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> no, not dead soldiers. Those, are dead. those 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 two that are yeah. in there are dead soldiers. Well, I wouldn't call them dead soldiers. Yeah, they're soldiers in your belly. They're my, in my <laughs> belly. Good lord. Uh, so I don't say you've done in my belly. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> you've been doing the whiskey thing lately, but did you ever really nerd burger the audience on whiskey at all? 
I know. I'm, I got a feeling that you got to know your way around, like, we, what makes different rules, what makes we, different things. We did a little bit. We, we you, spent you more time. You nerd <laughs> us on the specific whiskeys we were drinking. We have, yeah. we have had whiskey stuff brought up on the show. We have not had a TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my <laughs> TED Talk. Sure. Like, you know, with yeah, a, with we, a, with we a thesis talked about the and different... an end game yeah. and a, like, yeah. you know, kind so of making a So are we about to have a, a Kurt Confab well, I think on it's, whiskey? I think it's worth bringing up. So we just had the one Irish on the table, the one Irish whiskey. Of course, we got several scotches that are all going to get drunk at some point. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> um, Irish and Scotch whiskey, they're both EU products, at least for the time being, until Scotland is taken out of the EU by England. <laughs> and, then rejo- and, then rejo- and then rejoins after it- <laughs> after the next independence <laughs> referendum. Independent from the UK. <laughs> yeah. But Just they a have- matter of time on that, everybody. So the, the regulations are actually pretty similar on the two. So basically what really distinguishes Scotch whiskey from Irish whiskey is where it's made. End of story. Now there's some convention and the convention, having visited, they, they drive this into your skull, because I've visited distilleries in both Ireland and Scotland, is that Scotch whiskey is typically distilled twice, and Irish whiskey is di- distilled three times, because they claim it, that makes it better. <laughs> and you just get a cleaner product that way. You get rid of all the extra flavors. Now, some people who drink Scotch say that's a bad thing. I right. want those extra flavors. Um, so, basically, they use pot, they're using pot stills. Two times through, you're going to get a whisk. You're going to get alcohol coming off the still at probably sixty five percent. Whereas if you do it three times through the still, you're going to get a seventy five to eighty percent off. So you're going to you're getting rid of all the extra stuff that isn't just pure alcohol. And then besides that, then they kind of have the same rules. The same rules are uh, has to be aged in oak barrels for three years. Has to be bottled at least at eighty proof. Um, that's about it. <laughs> and the, really, that, that's all they could. They, they started coming up with rules, and they they made a list of seventeen. Right? Yeah, but they only remembered the first two. Yeah, because they were drinking. They it drinking. was a drinking game. Drinking game. Then they can't remember the rules after that. They didn't write them down. Now, one of the th- the the triple distilled for Irish whiskey. It was a, a. I heard the legend, um, that it's because the British were taxing malted barley. And of course, scotch is made from 100% malted barley. Yeah. The Irish, being smart, said, well, we're going to mix 50% malted barley with 50% unmalted barley and only pay 50% of the tax on the bottle. Then we're going to distill three times for higher alcohol content. Exactly. Yeah. I would say there's some of that there. Plus, um, yeah, the, the, the other thing that I should just kind of bring up is you'll see bottles of scotch or Irish whiskey. First of all, and also Irish, when people think of Irish whiskey, they typically are thinking of blends. Like... If I say Irish whiskey, what's the first type of Irish whiskey that comes to mind? Probably. Anyone. Go. Irish mist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for all you non-drinkers okay. out there, that's a funny joke. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, how about Jameson? Right? Yeah, sure. Jameson, Jameson is kind of the... Yeah, but Jameson is a blend, and Irish whiskeys traditionally have been blends, although then in recent years they've gotten more into yeah. the single malt style like, like scotches and trying to market that more. Um so if you get a whiskey in either Scotland or Ireland, if it says single versus blended, sing, um, single means it came from one distillery. Mm-hmm. So like we just had single malt from Bushmills. That came from the Bushmills distillery. Um, blended, of course, would be blunt. And that was a common practice in Scotch whiskey more so than American whiskey because a couple hundred years ago, if you were a distiller, you aged it, you put it in barrels. You didn't want to deal with bottling stuff. You didn't have the means to do that out in the country in your distillery. So you just sold the the barrels off to a middleman who took it back to Edinburgh, Glasgow, where they had a bottling factory, and then they would blend stuff to make blends that they thought were they liked and that they thought the 
drinking public would like. So you still have that tradition today. Like, you know, most of what Johnny Walker sells is blended whiskey. It's not single malt. A couple of things that they sell are single malt. Um, but so when people say like single malt, the single doesn't really mean malt. The single means distillery. Mm-hmm. Whereas a blended blended malt is blended and distillery. Malt means it's 100% malted barley. Correct. 100%, which is different than America. If you have a malt whiskey in America, it only has to be 51% malted barley. Um, and then, of course, you have grain whiskey, which is any other type of whiskey that's not 100% malted barley. Um, so when you get like Jameson, you have a blended whiskey. Some of it's grain whiskey. Some of it's malt whiskey. It's coming from multiple distilleries, and it's just a blend that they create, that they make consistent, and they sell all over the world to for people who are 21 years old and want to drink whiskey. <laughs> Or, can't or, afford whatever, anything. or yeah. whatever the local drinking age is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever the local age is. So, basically, if you look at Scotch or Irish whiskey, you'll see, it'll say single malt, which means one distillery, 100% malted barley. You'll see single grain, which means one distillery, but a mixture of grains. You can see blended malt, which means a mixture of distilleries, but all malt, 100% malted. Or you just see blended, which means whatever (laughs) (laughs) it's got dishwater in there barrels they but then you get into is it single barrel bottled and bond barrel proof that gets me more of american style stuff yeah Yeah. that's that's more Uh, of the american regulations about so single barrel is when they the master distiller will deem a particular barrel of exceptional quality and usually it's at the higher racks in the in the aging barns where there's a greater temperature differential and uh, they will then take that one barrel and bottle it just from that one barrel, as opposed to taking 20 barrels, dumping them all into a big vat, and adding, from adding water to make it the perfect proof, and then bottling it. Uh, and then barrel proof is when they never add any water at any <laughs> to give it any consistent proof. And you'll see, you know, <laughs> they'll write the proof of that particular barrel on the bottle. Yeah. So it could range from, you know, 80 something on the low and probably not, but up to 107, 110 proof, 115 maybe depending seen. on yeah. the uh the uh that particular barrel. And the one of the bottles I brought with me is cask strength, which basically means the same thing but in case of Scotch yeah. whiskey. So it's the strength it came out of the cask. In this case, it is at a 113 proof. 56% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll, so that'll strip some paint. So what do you want to do next? Um, what do you want to do next? <laughs> what do you want to do? Am I in charge? Is that my job now? I yeah. can start pouring. You can be in charge. Cool. Yeah, you, you, choose, you choose. All right. So let's do, let's let's do Scotchland. We can do we can do Bourbonland later because we okay. can have two bourbons to compare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do, let's do Scotchland. So on your left, we are now entering Scotchland. Let's over the left wing. You will now see Scotchland. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have two varieties of Macallan 12 year on the table. Okay. Here. And we have the one that's from Michael. It's the triple cask matured. So basically, all of the, the alcohol in here has come through a collection of different um, different oak. Basically, I want to make sure you're in here. So, um, American and European oak, sherry, and bourbon casks. Whereas the, the one that I brought with is the same exact scotch, but 100% from, from, from sherry casks. So it's going to have that sherry kind of flavor to it which is kind of sticks out so i think we should probably start with the triple before the yes. sherry yes cask. so now pop. matthew that triple cask is the same one that you brought yes it is before that's the one i brought that i went and bought today <laughs> that you, you yeah because i liked it it's, so much it is good 
And I've got a bottle of that right now. In the, you can always pour more if you want more. But we have so many. We're, we're so <laughs> it's, many it's, on early, the it's early. It's early. There's so many just, on the table. Just a dribble for me. Yeah. So this is 12-year-old scotch from the Callan Distillery. That's the Highlands. And it's a, a mixture of um, aged in different types of wood and different types of barrels. Both oh, American by the way, listeners, um, you can go and you can pause this right now and go to the show notes and we'll have the list of all the whiskeys that we're having. <laughs> and you can then come back oh. after you've gone to your local... Um, liquor yeah. distributor and picked up all of those whiskeys yep. and join us in having these so you know what we're talking about when we're saying it tastes like this or it tastes okay, so, like that so Kurt you have to send me a list now. I'll send you a, oh sure I can send you a list no problem <laughs> alright so yeah that's good stuff <laughs> but McAllen always makes a really good product yeah they do <laughs> in the uh, Scotchy Banner they also uh, talked about how to properly nose a whiskey Yes. Oh, pff, and okay, it, it it takes you it mean takes... your hoity-toity whiskey nose. Well, didn't you hear the the dick quotes when I said nose? Yeah, this, this is going to yeah. be a joke. Okay. Uh, no, no, actually, this is oh, okay. this is legit. But I was using dick quotes on the nose because that's pretty hoity-toity. You um, put you what? S- you, you put dick on your nose? You, s- <laughs> you smell mm, it three times. <laughs> you smell it three times. The first we first know you time talk you to it. it. You smell it too. Yeah, you do. Okay. For the first smell. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> the second smell. How are you doing? <laughs> okay, getting, take the, it, taking some time, getting to know him. And the bow, third smell. Bow, bow. I think we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then you consume them. Like you do with your friends. <laughs> yeah, McCallum's one of the few that... Nom, 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 nom. You like to hold it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. And not just... Drink it. You just let it sit and yeah. I as, mean, as opposed to your as opposed around. to your friends when they're drinking Lagavulin, where they're just like, I Ugh. can't get this out of my mouth fast. Yeah, exactly. Because they have bad taste. Well, and then I show them where the wild turkey cinnamon is. <laughs> Jeez, are we going to try that one of these? Tennessee, days? Oh no, Tennessee honey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew a stripper named that once, but <laughs> so. She was a paint yeah. stripper. I had her come clean my house and paint it. Mm-hmm. Scotch mm-hmm. whiskeys have gotten some of them have gotten away from age statements because everyone started to realize that it's an arbitrary number. Yeah, if you put out good whiskey, it doesn't matter how exactly how old it is. But let's be honest, the longer ages, it will probably mellow out better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Macallan Twelve, they you know they have like their standard release, which we don't have on the table, but we do have the triple cask, and then I brought from home because I have the sherry cask. And that's a 12 also? Yeah, so it's also 12 yeah. year. Basically, this bottle that you have, Mike, is a mixture of ones that were in different casks. Imagine if it's all from the sherry cask. Okay. So it's going to have that little that bit of one? sweetness to it. Yep, it should okay. be. All right, good. Yep. So you should notice that there's a little more sweetness to it on the edge because, you know, sherry is basically pure sugar. Mmm. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, if you want to buy all of the bottles that we have here, it's only going to cost you a few hundred dollars. No big deal. I can, <laughs> already, I can already smell the difference. Yeah, I'm gonna, there's definitely a difference. I'm going to take a picture of the size of our drinks. So, <laughs> so, so your wife doesn't kill you later. Like, I tried oh, ten whiskeys. That's, that's <laughs> guys, inevitable. Have you met them? She got drunk see, so yeah. fast on see how so little alcohol. See how little alcohol there is in this glass? Exactly. What they don't know is I hear 27 on them. <laughs> I mean, that was after I drank it down there. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's different. It's an obvious difference. Right? Yes. I like 
well, just in general, I always try to keep one scotch on my shelf that's been purely aged in a wine cask. Sherry's kind of yeah. the standard, but there's some other ones. You can get port aged ones. You can get uh, you can even get like starboard aged bur- ones, <laughs> burgundy aged ones, aft and uh, four. four. <laughs> um, Madeira, uh, but not poop deck. Can't remember the other one. I'm thinking it was another really I, sweet wine. I would, I, I would like a scotch ones. poop deck. The viscosity <laughs> on that is also a little thicker. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. definitely a little bit different. And I it, think this one because like your bottle was at 86 proof. I think this one might have been at 92. It might be yeah. a little higher. I didn't bring the full bottle with it, still sitting sitting on my shelf at home. Shitting on my shelf at home. No, it's, no, it's, <laughs> we've talked about this. It's being drunk by your two dogs right now that are yeah that are sitting like people style in the on the furniture right now. I have one, television. I have one dog. Scotch. The Greyhound is a booze hound. Like you'll be like here, try this, and she'll be like, and then the other one, the English Setter. I'll do the same thing. It's like no, I'm good. <laughs> Let's go lay over here now. Your dog it's will weird. drink the. Oh yeah, alcohol. And I've I've watched her like when I've had friends over and they've got a, a glass of something, especially if it's something like this where it's big enough where she can get her her stout in there. I've the watched I've watched the greyhound go for it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and try to lap it up. Well, our whippet has has gone after coffee, <laughs> yeah, and mugs. But hey, you can Craig can finish that. <laughs> you want more? You want more? I don't want the I don't want the yeah. excess of every one of them because I want. I, Maybe maybe gonna be driving later. Well, I mean the excess. Well, we is can like... always save it. We can save one of them. I'll, I only poured myself a really small one, so I'll finish that yeah. one. Right. We'll save the one in case someone wants. All right, again. Hey. So mm. yeah, mm, scotches. Scotch, 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 scotch. Now, how scotch, is the the down. sherry Macallan versus your black cherry sparkling water? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Deer Park Natural Spring Water <laughs> is uh, low. <laughs> What am I doing drinking you? <laughs> it's only 17 proof. Like, what? I suppose you. I can allow you to hydrate me. Oh, mm. Very fruity. <laughs> it's very refreshing. Cleanses what, the palate. What, what sort of notes are there? I detect a C minor and a D flat. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Kurt's, a, Kurt's a music guy and yeah. not wow. a fan. <laughs> Looks like I'm really in trouble with that joke. Oh, oh, you're gonna have to leave. Really? So you keep talking. I've got to drink. <laughs> All right. Well, how about we listen to something? Um, I was. Are I was... we gonna have some mood music? <laughs> no, 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 no. We we got we got Nerdburger stuff here. We got uh, stuff that we should yeah you know, we should we should talk a little bit about some other things too. We'll get we'll, we'll come back to Scotch. We've got lots of time. <laughs> Um, who knows how long this episode's going to be? It's, it's gonna it, be... May, it may require an intermission. <laughs> it, it may. Um, um, but I, uh, I found this mid. Uh, it's an ad for a Midwest voice translator. Oh, boy. <laughs> hallelujah! Now, um, I'm, we're going to play the whole thing, and it mostly audio-wise, you know, sells everything. Um, at the end, there's some stuff that's a little more visual, but it's important to note that there are two characters in this ad. And they're both portrayed by the same man. Um, one, and he's wearing in one one version of him, he's just wearing kind of regular, generic, generic clothes, speaking with kind of a generic nothing accent. And in the other one, you'll hear the accent, um, and he is wearing a Green Bay Packers baseball cap. What's well, the way Mike's got a Packers cap on now? This is just the one that's got a G on it. But anyway, and he's got a uh, camo like jacket, like a light jacket, and underneath it a T-shirt 
that says in the Game of Thrones font, <laughs> Up North remembers. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the t- the two vertical lines through with the, the lines O's. through the O's. And, yeah, the font that you know from Game of yeah. Thrones, but it says Up North remembers. Have you or someone you love ever been to certain parts of the Midwest and wondered, hey, dear guy, can you borrow me a battery? <laughs> what in the hell is this guy saying? A what? A battery. A bad tree? No, guy, not a bad tree. I'm talking about a bad tree for the clicker. Has your Midwest friend ever said to you, oh, yeah, come on over. Maybe uh, bring a beer or a tree. Then he gets mad when you show up with a tree. What in the heck is that? Keep her moving. Put her down by the Davenport. Introducing the world's first Midwest voice translator and bottle opener. The only device that translates Wisconsinese, Upernese, and Minnesotan into English. Where'd you say you want this again? I just put her down by the Davenport. Place the item by the couch. The Midwest voice translator works on simple phrases. Gee, did you eat? Complex phrases. To wear my blaze orange up top, my camo down below. I am wearing my church clothes. Compound sentences. Guy says to me, you want a Bud Light? I says, ah, I might as well sweep from the bubbler. You know, it's a horse apiece. A man asked me if I wanted a Bud Light. I told him I might as well drink from the water fountain. It's the same thing. And even profanity. <laughs> ah, jeepers, cripes, oh, Friday. <laughs> now, this device is so powerful, it can even detect changes in emotion. Watch how the exact same phrase can mean two very different things. Oh, let me squeeze right past you. Excuse me, mind if I pass? Oh, let me squeeze right past you. Drive your sorry ass back to Illinois. Occasionally, there will be a word or phrase this device does not understand. Hey, can you wash them walleyes into zinc? That's when you turn to the bottle opener function. And after a couple beers, you'll be speaking the same language anyway. I'm telling you, you run that water on them things, still on top pretty good yet. Oh, yeah, she's untying good. <laughs> and wait, if you order within the next 30 minutes, we'll throw in a Wisconsin voice translator Apple TV koozie absolutely free. <laughs> Simply slip this koozie on your Apple TV, and your favorite movies and television shows will be dubbed into Wisconsinese. You, uh, you ever been to Wisconsin? Home of the Packers, Miller High Life Light, the Champagne of Beers. What? Well, they have some of the coldest winters around. I have to go home Titanic. now. Titanic. Oh. To my Packers. <laughs> you know the last time the Vikings won a Super Bowl? Yeah, never. Crazy. Normally, the Midwest <laughs> voice translator bottle opener and the Apple TV translator koozie would be hundreds of cents. But if you order right now, they both can be yours for two low payments of your favorite six-pack. That's right, just send me some beer and these are yours. The address is on the screen or you can go to mantuagmint.com. You can even send Bug Light because trees have to drink too. So what are you waiting for? Get yours today. No trees were harmed in the making of this commercial because Bug Light is water. <laughs> um, for the record, the second the second translation on the from the Apple TV koozie um, was uh, it's from Game of Thrones when uh, Jon Snow is uh, leaving Egret and the other um, wildlings, and he's about to head off to Castle Black to warn them that they're coming. And she's she's shooting at him, and he's saying, "I have to get home because he's, he's remarking about like when's the last time the Vikings won a Super Bowl." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you you caught the, the the first bit of the translation there. That was your favorite moment from Titanic, where 
Um, no, I didn't catch where, that. Where Jack is telling the story of, of Lake Minnetonka or whatever. The, Lake Wissota. Which did not exist yeah. when the Titanic sank. That's right. <laughs> which is a giant. Because it's, a, it's, crab, it's yeah. just a reservoir behind a dam. And yep. it hadn't been made yet, actually. But it was, it's part of that story of him like talking four about years later. Yeah, it was years. <clears throat> well, that just ruined the whole movie for me. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson hated the fact that the stars in the sky were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's he, the, that, that's your big he offered problem. Offered to with... help James Cameron redo it. James Cameron just looked at him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> Guy makes a movie every eight years, and you're going to give him a crap. Yeah, that's right. We're going to see the five Avatar movies before I die. Maybe <laughs> we're, we're going to yeah, we're going to see those five Avatar movies right after uh, George R. R. Martin finishes writing his books. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many Avatar movies have there been? One. One. <laughs> How old is James Cameron? Oh, he's not super old. How 60-ish. long ago was the first Avatar movie? Oh, 15 years. Yeah, I'd say, <laughs> say 12, 15, something like that. It's been a while. But there, there are, okay. there are for example, people, uh, uh, the, the, the male lead, I can't think of his name, um, but he was in Fear the Walking Dead. Um, uh, he's a, a Maori guy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. played Travis on the walk. If you're the Walking Dead, he left the show for a part in the Avatar sequel sequels. <laughs> yeah, he that, left the show. That was like five he was years supposed ago. Supposed to start doing that three years ago, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, whoops. Hey, speaking, yeah, I wonder what he's been up to. <laughs> speaking of movies, uh, oh. there's there's a new a new movie out um, with uh, people dressed like cats. It's based on Cats, the musical. Yeah, and it's called Cats. Hey, Kurt, what's what's the plot of Cats? There is no plot of Cats. <laughs> Which is appropriate. They're cats. I stumbled across this review of Cats on Twitter. Jeez. It's one tweet, and and he says, this is my review of Cats. And then it's a picture of a screenshot of him typing out the review that would normally have been like five or six tweets. Right. So he's he has compiled it here in an image for you for convenience. This is <laughs> for convenience. This is David Ferrier, who is from New Zealand and has a check mark. I'm not I don't know why. Um he <laughs> says When I was thirteen, my parents started breeding cats. Burmans. Seal point Burmans to be precise. I would wake and be surrounded by cats and all that the cat life entailed. Kitten cats, male cats, female cats. Cat cages, cat shows, cat breeding. Always the breeding. The eternal life cycle of the cat burned into my retinas. The yowling, the prowling, the fucking. (laughs) When I was... Yeah. When I was 25... (laughs) Jeez. Okay. That's apparently what it sounds like. I hung out with some furries in Hamilton. Oh, dear God. Charming folk. I really liked them. Loved Disney films. Adored My Little Pony. They got turned on by putting on dog suits, fox suits, cat suits, adults, all yowling, prowling, fucking. <laughs> I'm 37 now. I've just seen Cats the movie. I've never seen the stage show, but I know the songs. I get the gist. Big songs, big numbers. This film is something else. I am 13 again. I am 25 again. I'm at my parents' house hearing Cats fuck. <laughs> I'm watching a furry put on a cat suit. I'm watching Idris Elba, nude, as a cat. His ass is sticking out. I am watching all the cats, legs constantly spread, gyrating, grinding, growling, yowling, prowling, 
fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is what death feels like. <laughs> this is the worst ketamine trip. This is ketamine. awful. This is not a film. This is chaos. This is the CGI from Scorpion King. Apparently that was bad. Oh, terrible. I, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look that up. It's a movie with The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm five minutes in or five hours. Nothing matters anymore. This is the death of all things. <laughs> Fuck it. And then he follows it up with another tweet. That Four says, stars. Four and a half stars. <laughs> no, no. I was so out of my mind getting my feelings out, I got my own age wrong. I'm 36. <laughs> oh, wow. Also, I wrote this for a publication, but they refused to publish it. So here we are. And that was a review of Cat. Did you say a bad trip on Catamine? Catamine. Catamine. So, are we going to go see cats on Monday? No. You can. I have one at home. That's enough. Can I bring my bottle of scotch with me? Do whatever you want. You may need it. 9 a.m. showing. See, that wasn't a review of cats. That was a review of his own particular (laughs) PTSD (laughs) trip. Having to watch cats have sex all the time. How much sex is there in Cats in the musical or the movie? Well, on on the stage show, none, but who knows with the movie. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, if you like Idris Elba, you get to, Taylor see, his, Swift. You get to see his butt. But no, with does her, anyone like Taylor Swift? Her fake, Idris Elba her fake good-looking guy. Cat tits. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> How many are in this room? I think Idris Elba's a handsome man. I'm I'm okay saying that. How many handsome men are in this room? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was my question. <laughs> Let's see. How many people? Uh, Zero. Yeah. Are there any other guys in here besides the four of us? Yeah, is Dash in here somewhere? Dash is handsome. Yeah. Str- Stringer Bell cat yeah. style. Oh, so, uh, speaking of. Spe- oh, Bell on the cat. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of scheduling. Also, they play with string. What, what are he you? He was born to play cats. Wow. <laughs> What are you guys doing on Sunday, June twenty eighth, next year at one a.m. or one p.m. Next year, yeah, June twenty eighth at one p.m. Washing my hair, okay. Washing my hair, rearranging my sock drawer, because um, back to movies. Yeah. Oh, Top Gun. Uh, no. Two. No. There's going That's to coming be out sooner two, than that. Two days of showings of the fortieth anniversary of the Blues Brothers on the big Ooh. screen. I already bought tickets for the <laughs> wow movie tavern. Okay, did yeah. you get did you get tickets for us? Well, I because you're asking us what we're doing. I'm. I assume that means you you have tickets for us. Well, I have one for me and Dan. Would you like to join us, or can you commit to something that far away? Um. Yeah, I'll go. Here's 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 the great part. I'm gonna say I can't commit to something <laughs> that far off. Even though I'm the person who schedules this show and asks people to commit <laughs> that far off, um, yeah. All right, cool. I'll, I'll add you okay, to, so, to our tickets. Okay, so while we while we were talking shit about cats, um, oh sorry, <laughs> oh we have well, more whiskey. Yeah, I poured oh I poured out yeah. the 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 nectar of the gods log of Wulin sixteen. Mm. So this is of course another scotch. It's older. It's an Isla Scotch. Isla's a great mm. island, having visited there and visited the log of Wulin distillery. <laughs> that was Kurt, by the way, yep. not me appreciating the um, scotch. Isla scotches are famous for being some of the peatier. Mm-hmm. Some people must think all scotches are smoky and peaty, and they no. are not, but Lancavulin definitely is. It is campfire yeah. in a glass, and it is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he, uh, Kurt made the campfire in the glass comment earlier this evening. Yeah. Mike was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> I have the feeling that I'm going to hear him say things uh, like campfire in the glass many times. <laughs> See, I, I like that because like, it's like the smokier than peatier. Yeah, it's definitely this, this, the smoke sticks out more than yeah. the actual peat flavor. Peat Whereas like a, Lef- like a Lefroig is, t- t- is definitely peatier or an yeah. Ardbeg. Um, it is a great scotch to go along with a cigar. I can tell you that mm-hmm. too. Or a rare steak. Mm-hmm. And the bridge over the River Kwai. For all you Parks and Rec fans. I had a medium steak last night, despite having ordered it medium rare. I won't say where. Yeah. Oh, no. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> so if you want to get Lagavulin cheap, go to the British Isles, buy it a duty-free when you come home. <laughs> I am convinced. If you're already going there yeah, anyway. It's yeah. probably yeah. not. Otherwise, I mean, done. I wouldn't fly there for it's that. It's going to cost like 10 times as much. But yeah, if you're going to bring something home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, for the record, when it comes to the steak thing, I am convinced that you are better off. You will have a better average on hitting the, the, the doneness that you want. If you go one step rarer than what you really want, yeah. because oh, yeah. I have heard people complain about a steak being a little overcooked right. far more often than being a little undercooked. Yeah, whenever we, whenever and we, steak, and steakhouses will if they, they if they're a little concerned because like the rare thing you is order like a little rare, bit of going to give you medium a, rare is a little yeah. bit of a no no nowadays because they don't no, no, restaurants this, don't want to serve something right. that's undercooked despite the disclaimer at the bottom yeah doesn't make a the difference. menu that everybody has now yeah when we when the we grow, we always yeah, take them protect anybody from anything no, somebody no, no, they, they serve you bad food and you really lawyers. go after them you're gonna yeah we take we take them off they the grill before that. they're ready yeah yeah and then let them rest for ten minutes because they continue cooking and that. That cooks it yep. just perfectly. Just like, just like your your own flesh does when you burn yourself, which is why if you ever burn yourself, usually this works if you're cooking in the kitchen because you have easy access. Immediately make yourself a, gla- a glass or a jar or a bowl or whatever you have handy of ice water and dunk your hand in that because it'll you will, stop you from cooking the rest. You will of the stop way. cooking and you probably won't have any evidence of having bur- been burned do you burn yourself day. enough to i burn prepare? myself a lot yeah <laughs> i just turned I'm on really the faucet clumsy. cold and yeah. since i live in wisconsin the water coming out of the faucet this time of year is like 33 <laughs> degrees <laughs> yeah yeah here it's like barely below 60 yeah <laughs> but you you burn yourself enough to where you, that's actually part of your cooking regimen is mm-hmm. to prepare a bowl of ice water just sets it aside to every something time he's gonna in. cook yeah never cook bacon naked I have I have no burn scars on my hands from from cooking because of that. I do have, however, have this this. Well, don't ignore that stuff. That's from I don't know what that's from, but this right here <laughs> is a scar I got from burning myself on the iron, the cl- the clothes iron, because I was upstairs away from ice and ice water. <laughs> so it just so happens that I lucked out and brought things with that pair mm. with what Mike had. So that Mike had the Lagavulin 16, just poured everyone the Lagavulin Distillers Edition, which is basically the 16, then aged extra long in cherry casks. Mm, so it will long. change about an, another uh, <laughs> six to nine months in cherry casks. Penis. No, just extra long. <laughs> mm. Campfire plus cherry, like, like how it took, like how it took me, like I don't know, five or six years to realize that bigger, longer, and uncut was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up on that for years after that movie came out. That, yeah, it's referring to Matt Stones, isn't it? I 
I don't know mm. if, who, if it's referring to someone specifically, but I know what it's referring to, <laughs> and I didn't realize it for quite some time. <laughs> Just never made the connection. Because you were nine years old, right? Nine. I wasn't nine years old. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Well, that's right. You were a grown adult. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I discover that kind of stuff all the time. He was like, the age of you know, you know the tax liability. The, the, he the, was past twenty five. He had a fully developed frontal cortex. Yeah, it's the whole. Well, I was. It's it's the whole. I was today years old when yeah. I blah 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 learned something. Yeah, like that. That happens every so often. I'm like forty seven, and I'm like, oh really? <laughs> that that should probably be common. I should have known that before today. I come across. Yeah, the sherry just kind of so takes. Often. It just kind of softens, mellows it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mellows the, the smokiness a little bit. A little bit. Um, just the alcohol burn too a little bit. Um, I like e. So should <laughs> is this Mike's we, cheeks are rosy? Is this where we have the discussion of what's the most expensive bottle of alcohol you've ever bought in your life? No, because <laughs> no. my wife. You're was looking at it right there. The, the Lagavulin. So what'd you, what'd you spend on it? Hundred or ninety or what? Ninety nine. Yeah, plus tax. So one hundred and five and. Yeah, I bought I brought a bottle home from Lagavulin when I was there. It's since gone. Sorry, everyone couldn't bring it with me. Um, that was hundred pounds sterling, so it's like hundred and twenty eight, hundred and thirty or so when I was there. Ooh, what it was, was tasty. It was one of their special releases they did. They um, it was cask strength, and I can't remember. Oh, it's because uh, they do an annual release with their local jazz festival, where they pick some of their best. <laughs> so they pick some of their best bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Scottish jazz? Yeah. <laughs> Does is that with bagpipes? Oh yeah, bagpipes are tuned to the right scale. They're good. <laughs> they have a scale? Yes, they have a scale. <laughs> well, bagpipes already sound like the, when they're being played, it it sounds like no, they're not, not playing it's, actual it's notes. It's like a giant is it's just stepping completely on a flock random of anyway geese. and jazz yeah. is completely Isla just random. has an annual jazz festival. Let's <laughs> No, I'm saying it makes yeah. sense yeah. that so they do Scotland a release every like year, a special release, and I was there shortly after the festival, and they still have bottles for sale. So I brought one home after I tried it and really liked it. And then you're like, damn it, I should have bought a case. And a 130 <laughs> pop? No. <laughs> that was very tasty. So to answer your question, Balvin E21. Oh, that's got to be pricey. Yeah, I had to I had to check what it, what it costs now because I bought it years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. So it would have been less expensive. Is that the empty bottle you still have above your cap- kitchen cabinets? It's the bottle I have up on the cabinets that that runs about two twenty next nowadays. to the the piece of uh, the Milwaukee Art Museum. Yeah, my 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 portest, uh, uh Porta Kirby, <laughs> like the big yeah. that giant piece of aluminum that was shaped that was cut off the end of a, a framing piece for the art museum. Um, that uh, if I ever want to Custom really really hurt million. somebody, I can mm-hmm. hit them with that. It's like that big, boing. 14, 15 inches long, big, heavy piece of aluminum frame. It makes a big boing, boing sound, but an aluminum sounding one. I've got a Redbreast 21. Oh, yeah, that's going to be pricey. Yeah. Look that one up. Redbreast 21. That's a... That one is 220 yeah. nowadays. Uh, back when I, back when I three, bought three, it, 50, it, was, it was probably more like 140, 150. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not yeah. Redbreast 21. Yeah, I've had a number of bottles that... Or Red right around hundred dollar, including the one I brought with me today. Redbreast twenty one was a hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, um, three sixty. The Lagavulin distillers I got for, I lucked out and got um, for just a little over. You know, it ranges from yeah three hundred to three fifty, and then the, uh, range. the Jack Daniels Frank Sinatra Select. Oh, that might be more. No, this is less. Oh, believe less? it or not, okay. that was like one fifty, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. We we tried that the last time you were here. Yeah, one fifty, one forty, one fifty. 
Now, <sighs> now then multiply it times the number of bottles I've purchased. That's a oh, different that number. Doesn't, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra also bigger and longer. If we're very much so. If we're playing that unsure game, on the yeah. cut or uncut. If we're playing that, if we're playing the game that way, then I oh. get to then I get to multiply the number of twelve packs of Diet A and W root beer that I've bought. <laughs> I've bought a lot. You drink, okay. you drink Diet A and W root beer all the time. Since when? Uh, since as long as you've known me, almost. Probably. I've had one earlier. Really? Today. Did we start drinking it after you were drinking it? I don't know. Wow. I, well, I mean, I don't have it in the house all the time, but of the of the various soft drinks that I have in my house, that is, I've I've had moments where I've not bought it for a while, where I just kind of get on a kick for other stuff, but I always come back to it, like for easily a decade plus. My mother and I sought refuge in an A and W store from a tornado. It's the, only, once. it's the only diet root beer that actually tastes like root beer. Like, an A&W store, well, you mean like a restaurant? Yeah, the restaurant. Like sugar, yeah. root beer, the awe. Yeah. yeah, the awe. Yeah, there was a tornado. Like, we could see it. And was this in the Midwest? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's no awes down here. Wait, A&W, tornado. <laughs> this must be in the Midwest yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> A&W root beer's got that frosty mug taste. I've never, I've never that frost, been... That frosty sugar root beer as opposed to like a honey root beer. Which is a whole different beast. I've never been to an, to an ANW mm-hmm. restaurant, although I have. I used to drive by the the one uh, by. Is it by Seven Mile Road? Nobody who's listening. Who, will... Nobody who's listening to this now has any idea and has not. They don't have an answer for you. They don't know. South of Milwaukee, <laughs> <laughs> right on the interstate. But there was one in a in a city a little ways away from the one where that I Dwayne Gay worked at. Did you, Kurt, Kurt, you kind of shook your head. Did you never go to the... No, we, I remember it being there, but I mean, it closed the, when I was young. Yeah, we. you probably have been there a few times, but you were probably yeah. very... No, I remember the being there, yeah. yeah. It even had the, uh, it had the whole, I mean, it, they still, they didn't do it anymore, but they had the whole, like, the uh, the drive-up spots for the, where the, the, the roller the skating, which the yeah. car hops would come yeah. up, the roller skating, the waitresses would, yeah, um, that would come up and do that. They had the, that, that, that canopy right. area was still set, but it was just flat parking. You didn't. They didn't come out and serve you there anymore. Do you know where you, the world's largest inside. drive-in exists? Does it still exist? Yes, it does. Aren't, there aren't many out there. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia? It does. I figured. North yeah. Avenue. The Varsity. Oh, yeah. Go Tech. Have you had the Varsity? Go Tech. Good We've driven, oh, we put it out. I don't think we ever stopped You started talking about drive-in for some reason. I jumped to theater. Yeah, I don't think we ever... Drive-in movie theater. I know of it, and I know we've been passing. I don't think we ever stopped. Yeah, you need to go to the Varsity. I've been to the Varsity one time. I was like, oh, it's a burger and fries. Next. Oh, no. no, it's a different experience. No, it's not. You didn't get... Fight. Did you get the onion rings and an FO? I don't remember, and I don't care. Oh. It's a burger and fries. It's a really big, crowded burger and fries joint. Right now it's probably a little bit quieter with all the it's kids not, out of college. It's not special. But probably Maybe. a little bit quieter. Yeah, a little, little bit. Quieter. Little bit. <laughs> is this right by, oh, yeah, it's yeah. right by Tech, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, Right across the the highway. The interstate, yeah. The connector. The not terribly far from where Mike and I work. Nope. I used not to go there for lunch. Like once a quarter. Yeah, went there one time, was it with you? It would keep me regular. I, don't, I think it was a quarter <laughs> I visited. It's yeah, like I think, Teflon I think coating we for your colon. Nice. When, <laughs> I, when I visited down here before I moved, I think we went to the varsity because you were looking for places, you know, to like there was stuff stuff for us to do, places to go, and we went to a you know did a went out got out of the apartment a few times to go do some stuff, and that was one of the things we did. First time I went and there I was when like, I was oh that's burger and fries, yeah. very good. When I was here going it's to big going place. to school, and I went there on a date. I was dating a local girl. And uh, and she's like, oh, well, you have to go to the varsity. Mm -hmm. And we went in there and I'm like, 
every surface was coated in grease. And I'm yep. like, this is the mm-hmm. grossest place mm-hmm. I've ever been. <laughs> that's what makes. That's and how I know it's the good. food. And I'm it's like, like one okay. giant Dutch oven. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, the whole place is seasoned. It's not a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Mickey Lou's up the road, Marinette. Just a small version. <laughs> charcoal grill inside the restaurant <laughs> where'd you go for dinner last night the varsity and what'd you do well how come you were late to work this morning i had to uh take several showers and go I, take my clothes to the cleaners so i went to the varsity for dinner because i went to the varsity for dinner <laughs> i always get two two slaw dogs chili oh rings pc man that's good stuff no i'm kind of i'm i'm thinking that you you have a nostalgia streak in, and that's why you love it because there was a time when you were introduced to it and you kind of fell in love with it and so now all these years later you still love it because of that. No, I actually think it tastes really good. I no, like the onion rings no, a lot. No, no, sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Craig. I think I think uh, I don't know I think, what <laughs> I think tastes good to me. I think right, you're. What else think am I wrong about? Oh, we don't have that long. <laughs> we talked about this episode getting long, but we're not. Wait, if, we're that gonna, long. if we're going to do that, we're going to need to do the intermission now and come back <laughs> and do the second half. Is it, is it intermission time? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, if everybody's been drinking along with us, they probably need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, well, let's have a let's have a brief intermission. Um, everybody, we'll be back in uh, in a minute. In about a minute. Should I mute the microphones while we do this? I want to. No, well, we answer is no to the microphones. Like, okay. We'll just talk like this. Yeah, don't don't say anything funny or interesting because we don't want somebody to miss it. That's right. We'll just mumble. Just give us more liquor. What are we having now? Woodford Reserve. We'll talk about it in a minute. No, Bourbon time. Bourbon time. Anybody get the pee? Can I pass the bucket? Surprisingly, no. I just did. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I, I brought my it. bag. <laughs> Yeah, your stadium buddy or stadium pal or whatever that thing is called. Strap your ankle. Thank you. We've got a nurse on here to catheterize you. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew came pre-catheterized. Yeah, I did. He was born that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he likes to self-catheterize. <laughs> Isn't that how you're supposed to do it? And we're back. Hey, how was your... How about uh, that? Everybody good there? What the- that was not the hour-long version, I guess. No, no I did not play the hour-long version of that music. There is one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what do we have now, Kurt? We are drinking the Woodford Reserve, your bottle. Woohoo! We're going to bourbon land. We're coming back to the United States, everyone. Coming back to the, to the Americas. So, Bourbon is bourbon because it is 51% corn mash or greater. It is Usually a lot more than that. Yeah. Made in, made in the United States. It has to be aged, minimum three years, in virgin charred oak barrels. When it comes to all that is right, except there actually isn't a minimum requirement to be called bourbon from what I've always learned. And having talked to people who worked in mm-hmm. the distillery, but and for something to be labeled as straight bourbon, it's two years. And bottle and bond, it's four and a hundred proof. See, that's an that's another thing you didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I like that. So I'm learning. So you can literally put, you can literally put what you distill into a barrel and dump it right back out and legally call it bourbon. I mean, no one's going to buy it. But <laughs> yeah. actually, remember did you did you see where Pabst Blue Ribbon was talking about? Well, they're doing a white dog. Yeah, where that's not even put. They in the run barrel. it through a barrel PBR? because what? it touches Dirty. a barrel. They're doing, calling it doing white the dog. white dog. Yeah. So all whiskey essentially starts as... escape? That sounds filthy. Yeah. Cleveland Whis- steamer. What are you doing? I'm doing the white dog. Mississippi so. mudslide. 
So all whiskey essentially starts as rust- beer. The Mexican bologna roll. The rusty oh, trombone. <laughs> Our instrument. Texas turnover. <laughs> Glass button boat. What? <laughs> Forget about the dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Uh oh, Craig's googling. What glass bottom boat? The Saskatoon totem pole. <laughs> All right, we got a, we got a list now. The sticky flapjack. These are the Canadian the Canadian sex acts. The Manitoba Manitoba milk bag. They're all very polite. The reverse Rick Moranis. <laughs> oh, the two handed Zamboni. The Montreal Montreal petting zoo. The one tusked walrus. <laughs> And the Northwest Passage. Mm. Was it the two two handed Zamboni? The two handed Zamboni. I just like that as anything with Zamboni. Zamboni. Now, if you ever fly Delta, they carry Woodford Reserve uh, in the Comfort Plus and uh, behind, but you get it for free in Comfort Plus. Highly recommend it. Now, up in this first class, they have Jack Daniel Single Barrel. Yeah. I like the Woodford Reserve because it is spicy and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the must the musty goaltender. <laughs> and this might be my favorite, the full mounty. <laughs> Apologies to all of our RCMP listeners. <laughs> I was hoping to find the list that was uh part of How I Met Your Mother. There was a list of Canadian sex positions. <laughs> Instead, you found the actual Canadian well, I just, sex I just, positions. No, no, I, I, I googled Canadian sex positions, and there were just nothing but like just tons of hits, like different lists of things that well, probably some of them repeat. But H I M Y M after it, I suppose. Spell that right? I don't know. Oh, I met your mother. Hi, Hi, Hymen. Hymen. This is Nerdburger after dark. <laughs> yeah. Anyone. I'm looking. Keep talking. Oh, there we yeah. go. But anyway, so, yeah, I just looked at the bottle here. It's listed as a Kentucky straight bourbon, so it had to be made in Kentucky. I can't call it Kentucky bourbon and make it in Illinois. Straight not, bourbon means it's at least two years old. It's not like uh, the, the chicken the old, where you can you can have Kentucky fried chicken and have it and have it made anywhere. Yeah, like... The they one, don't have those rules for chicken. No. No. no okay. The old, they don't call it that anymore. They call it... It's just KFC. Yeah. But as Matthew pointed out, it has to be virgin oak. Meaning it's the first time it's ever been used and can't be used again, which creates a very interesting problem for bourbon producers. So this is with hymen. Sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, yes. That's what we meant by virgin. Yeah. Oh, okay. not, not that it was just used for the first time. Oh, wait. That's kind of like virgin. Feels like the first time. <laughs> so for a long, long time, bourbon producers, you know, they age, they bottle, then they have this barrel that they can't use anymore. Mm. They, so what do they do with it? They sell it to the scotch distillers. And, of course, more recently, they sell them to beer creators who, of course, barrel-age their Mm -hmm. beers. So that's how all those barrels get reused. Because recycling is important, everyone. (laughs) And don't waste bourbon. Right. Mm -hmm. There was the Old King Clancy. That was the name of the episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The Frozen Snowshoe. (laughs) Oh, they thought it was a sex... Or the Frozen Snowshoe, they they thought was... um, a sex act, but was actually the nickname of a famous Canadian wrestler. And that's where it kind of broke off from there. And then there was actually um, a CanadianSexActs.org that was created by the show 
that was up for a while during the run of the show. Because whenever they told you a website on the show, the website existed. So, like, the website that had uh, Barney's resume, his video resume on it, which was just ridiculous. <laughs> um, that was on there. Ted Mosby is a jerk.com. That might still exist. They might have kept that one going. Have you ever had a Toronto needle? <laughs> no. Do I want one? That sounds like a trip to the health department. <laughs> That's the other name for the CN Tower. Oh. Yeah, Ted Mosby is a jerk.com is still out there. Wow. <laughs> Way to go, CBS. That's a lot of hits on the counter. Uh, yeah. Over half Every million. time I click it, it keeps going up. <laughs> Look, it's going up again. Half a million visitors since uh, October 9th, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like a 2006 website. Yeah, like I'm sure it's not done... geocities.com up there. It's not quite that bad. <laughs> there are no there's there's no uh, animated gifs. This site <laughs> made in Microsoft Notepad. Yeah, basically. Ted I started Ted Mosby as a jerk.com because Ted Mosby is a jerk. <laughs> com. <laughs> On October 9, 2006, I met Ted at that bar McLaren's <laughs> or McLaren's in the Upper West Side. He seemed like a super great guy and he used the fact that he was a big shot architect to hit on me. Beware. <laughs> After we hooked up, whatever, he totally bailed on me while I was in the shower. Even worse, he left behind a letter claiming he was a ghost so he wouldn't have to talk, talk to me again. <laughs> and then they link to the letter. <laughs> when Barney claimed to be Ted and he leaves the letter and the letter is actually signed Barney. But anyway. Okay, so Kurt, you have a version of yes, I have the Woodford Reserve Double Oak with me. Excuse which me, Matthew a, is a, a version. Fan of. I love the Double Oak. You just recently bought one, didn't you? Uh, it was a gift, actually. Or so yeah, I, I was going have, to buy the to. I was going to buy the Double Oaked today, but they were sold out, so I got yeah, the regular. I don't have the uh, a good thing that I did. So we have comparison. Oh, yeah. So I don't have the bottle in front of me, and you probably just looked at it more recently than me. I'm trying to remember what the difference is. Is it just a second round in a second barrel? If I remember yeah, correctly. It is. And if you notice, the color is significantly darker. darker. And that second round and that second barrel doubles the price. Not quite. No, it's 30, 33-ish to 55-ish. Something like that. Almost, yeah. 50 or 55, I got mine, something like that. Well, my regular Woodford Reserve today was 28 or 29, and I think Okay, so you got a good deal there. And then I'm going to finish, because this is really good. This is really good. Really good. Yeah. This is this is going to make me regret having bought that bottle. Oh no, there's nothing wrong no, with that no, bottle. No, 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 that that's solid. So uh, yeah, I um I got my first bottle of Double Oak at the distillery. I was in business in Oh my god. I know, isn't it great? Yeah. <laughs> I was in Lexington and had to go to Louisville and on the way there I saw the sign done? and decided to pull hmm? off and Are you done drinking? No. <laughs> oh, there it is. Had just enough time to go into the the, you know, the pull store off, yeah. there. And I walked in, and it, and it was actually, you know, I see all these bottles, and then over there's a half barrel that's been cut vertically, right? <laughs> and there's a light shining from the top, <laughs> the heavens, and there's a yeah. single <laughs> bottle of the double oak. And, of course, I'm drawn like a moth to flame, and they're like, <laughs> I must buy that. And I did, and I was happy. I bought mine this summer in a whiskey store in Minneapolis that I had recommended to me. And I looked around the place, and that's, that's what came home with me that day. I didn't buy any. I don't have any. I don't have a story. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Best thing I ever ate was in Minneapolis. What's that? A uh, shawarma from Santana Foods on uh, University and Sixth, I believe. <coughs> you had shawarma. It's a, it's a giant gyro. 
Yeah. Gyro Hero. bigger than your head. Hero. Gyro. Hero. Gyro. So they called it shawarma, and they had they put like a I think it was a tahini based sauce in it. And yeah, that's like, a hero. Oh my god, that's a hero. So hey, go, go to Euro Village, right along. You know, not like it's here, but a nearest close enough from the studio. Yeah, shawarma should be, be like a whole plate of stuff. Yeah. Euro Village. No, I've never heard of it. Very excellent. Yeah. Gyro Village. No, it's actually Y E E R O Village. Adair and I were there yesterday. Had uh, had two heroes. I mean, when you walk into a Greek restaurant and there's a table of 12 and everyone's speaking Greek and they're eating there, you know you found a good Greek restaurant. And and the the people who are working in the back come out and yell at them in Greek. Yeah. Ooh, they do DoorDash. Yeah. It's Jeez. Really good. Um, they've they've got the why yes. Pork. I'd like to sit on my ass <laughs> in my own home and have you bring me food from the restaurant. And there's a liquor store right next door. Please, do they do DoorDash? I... <laughs> Just ask the ask the year old village guy. Oh, do you guys restaurant, restaurant person? Could you swing by the? Yeah, liquor look. Store? Uh, could you get a bottle of double oak while you're there? <laughs> when when did when do you think um, Mike started down the road to bankruptcy? Well, I think it was that day that he discovered the liquor store did DoorDash. <laughs> Oh, you'll die of alcoholism well like, before the bankruptcy think, kicks in. When do you think Mike started down the road to alcoholism? Yeah. <laughs> notice, notice the concern for me is bankruptcy. Well, there's this tiny <laughs> village. Not alcoholism. <laughs> there's this tiny village in Scotland called Lagavulin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Mike watched this television show <laughs> named Parks and Recreation. <laughs> He's like, Oh, if Ron Swanson likes it. I'll give it a try. He cried. Amen. He did cry. <laughs> yes. It was one of the few times he has cried. Let's see. There was the time that he uh, was hit by the car and then still went to work at the coal mine at eight. <laughs> and then the time little Sebastian died. He, d- he cried when little Sebastian died. Yeah. Um, oh, he, the... was, he was exceedingly sad. When he went to uh, Indianapolis to go to the steak, uh, whatever famous steakhouse that he and went, it, wanted, and it was closed, closed. for health code violations. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, well, he started out angry when he was pounding at the door. <laughs> well, I according could have to been here, I could have eaten so much more. Do you, do you, and then he was sad. And he then, was and he then was he, worried about where. And then Chris tried to get him to eat like. Oh, it was grilled it was mushrooms. Like a, it, yeah, it was like a mushroom burger yeah. or something. <laughs> Put, no, a no, of, put a bunch of vegetables on the grill. According to the Ron Swanson Pyramid of Greatness, crying is uh, only okay in two places, funerals and the Grand Canyon. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I love the Ron Swanson Pyramid well, he of broke, Greatness. Well, he broke his own mm-hmm. rules of the pyramid then because he cried, uh, he cried uh, on uh, the cliffside overlooking the water as he at, read at uh, the Lagavulin. Uh, as he read a poem. Which but is it, weird because there is no cliff at the Lagavulin distillery. That's okay. <laughs> it's a TV show. <laughs> But yeah, it was he read, a, he read a poem by yeah. some Scottish poet, and he um, kind of got done, and he teared Robert up. Robert Burns, Burns, probably. Yeah. Burns. He, <laughs> and he, he teared up at the end, and he said, "I don't know what Leslie thought I would get out of that." <laughs> as and then, as and he's then, choking when back little, tears, when little Sebastian died. I don't get it. It's just a small horse. Oh, I finally, oh, 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 I, oh, I finally get it. Oh. It's it's the best part is when he just lies to her. Like, I finally yeah. get it. And then, and he, then looks, he turns and then he to, looks the looks to the camera and, and it's like, no, shakes, oh, I, don't, I don't get it. It's a yeah, little no. horse. <laughs> I love the little the hologram of the three D. 
<laughs> up on stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we do a uh, uh, play of uh, uh, a game? Yeah, let me Let's play a game. Mr. Glass for a second. Line. I don't know. Oh, What's the game about? What are we doing? This sounds like a trap. Gonna pour more, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Last he's not was it last anywhere. year? What was that? He's not driving. That's anywhere. true. He can just go stumble to his. Last bedroom. year around <laughs> Christmas, why are we pouring more of the same thing? Because you don't have to drive. Are we? Are we for done you. sampling? No, no, no. no, no, no. That's just this. It's like a. It's a comparison, oh, comparison, like, comparison. Mike, so, Mike's getting drunk. No, Let's no, get him drunk. No, no, this is a comparison, comparison, comparison test. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't. You don't have to edit this episode. <laughs> That's true. true. Beep. They're done. <laughs> okay. Last year at the office, um, we were playing Christmas music in the office. Our office manager was playing Christmas music, and it was... Oh, start- that's good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I'll just have more of that from now on. That's fine. But we're out. <laughs> Fuck. You have, to, you have to come visit me. Do I need to bring it with me when I pick you up from the airport? In a month? <laughs> hey, Craig, Craig. I'm closer. That's true. And I have a new bottle. That's true. Or both. Both. Why not How both? About both? Both? How about both? both? You can buy your own okay. bottle. I like both. You can it's buy your actually, own bottle. Considering how good it is, it's a great price. Yeah. Your office manager was doing Christmas music. I think yeah. Mike was trying to and, say something. Uh, she started a little early in the season. And, and March? We, all, we all got snow. I don't know. Sometime in December. But it was still too early. If it's okay, so Christmas is on Wednesday. This year, you're, as you're listening to this, Merry Whiskey Mist. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm in. <laughs> um, so let's say it was this year. She started playing it like the Friday before. We ran through all the Christmas music that the office had on hand. So she had gone to um, Goodwill down the road mm-hmm. okay. and and found a CD in their CD bin. Jeez, oh, and no. the CD is called. Um, the London Starlight Orchestra, Back to the Future. Huh? Yeah. This was in in the bin at Goodwill. In the Christmas music bin. <laughs> no, just in a CD bin. Oh, okay. And for some reason, she decided to get it because it was like a dollar, and sure. brought it back and played it for us, and we were all. Anyway, you'll find out. <laughs> so we're going to play a game. I'm just going to drink over here. <laughs> okay. Where are the buzzers? <clears throat> I don't know. I handed the box to you. Oh, here they are. I covered them up with the Packer hat I was wearing. Who wants to be the cow? Me. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, they're probably dead. Yeah, we haven't used these in years. I've got oh, no. Okay. The, the donkey work. still works. Who wants oh, to be the, the donkey? I'm a jackass. <laughs> That's fair. The chicken still works, or the rooster. Oh, cock. No. Okay. Um, yeah. Kurt, you can say, Kurt! <laughs> <laughs> hey! Or just make your favorite animal noise. Yeah, Kurt, you, you can be the... You can be... <laughs> there you go, you get to be Cartman. I get to be Cartman. I forgot I replaced the batteries in that. <laughs> the corners. Pick the corners of the Cartman figure. Pick the what do you? I what? think click the corners. Click on the corners of him. I think the four corners are the four different things. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to play a selection of music for for you. 
oh, and you were to guess what what the London Starlight Orchestra is trying to play for you. These are movie themes. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, now I I was fucking around with the inputs beep. here. Language. I think I was a little late on the beep there. You're just making more work for nobody. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I know what that. I know that one. Who was first? Kurt Cartman. Back to the Future. Yes, that was that was a gimme. Yeah, because it's called Back to the Future. Yeah. That one's easy. Right. But listen to the music. Does, does it get really bad? It already is bad. Now this one's pretty obvious. I love this. This is awesome. You like this music? Absolutely. I think Craig needs an Uber home. No, I really like <laughs> I this. can drive. What are they playing? It's like synthesizers and stuff. It's all just synthesizers. No, I dig it. This is great. I'm on board. I want I want this entire album. I will send it to you. Thank you. I'm not I haven't even heard any of the other songs. It's like synthesizer versions of all these movie themes that I'm gonna recognize. Sign me up. And I'm just gonna go right down. From, from one to ten, the order that that they're in, because uh, some of these you are not going to get. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are going to be like that, blatantly obvious. Okay, here is the uh, the second one. Hurt. The Imperial March from Star Wars. Okay, it, this just says Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. All right. Here is uh no no I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to change the order on these. Let's try this one. I couldn't tell who Bob buzzed in first. It was Curter Man. Close encounters. It's close encounters. Close encounters. Yeah. It's the, I didn't it's the five notes from Close Encounters. Yeah. Yeah, we all knew that one. Yeah, they buzzed and I'm like, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. We already did this. <laughs> Kurt? It's Star Wars. It's the Imperial March from it's Star Wars. Imperial March, but... It's not the Imperial March. No, it's, uh, well, but it's Vader's theme. No, it's no. just the regular theme. Yeah, it's regular theme. Now that's now, now now the, the Imperial, now it's Imperial March. March. Okay. It's um okay. So the the first one was Star Wars. Oh God, Empire Strikes Back. There you go. There you go. No. Oh, jeez. No. No. Um, Last Jedi. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Craig, Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Yeah. The TV series. Yeah. It just says Battlestar Galactica. Yes, but it is the TV series theme, and we do hear it in the reboot um, uh, at least once. Does anybody know when? when they I did don't the remember. New series? 
it plays a variation just like the, the that that melody is buried in and it's it's noticeable but it's buried in um the uh the music that plays when anders pilots the entire fleet into the sun when the whole oh, thing kind of okay. ends yeah think, yeah yeah i do remember that the whole fleet is heading off and we see the whole fleet going and that music plays or a you know variation on that sure okay let's try another one It's midnight. <laughs> We're going to hear 12, aren't we? <laughs> Hang in there. It's coming. Fletch. No. <laughs> Dude, oh, come if, on. if I missed that one... <laughs> I, I would be banned forever. <laughs> this is the longest build. Two thousand one Space yes, Odyssey. Yep. Specifically, also Sprock Zarathustra by Ricard Strauss. It wasn't written for the movie. It's been around long around for a long time. <laughs> That was the longest buildup ever. Yeah, yeah. During, during during that buildup is when there was one one uh, ape was beating the other ape to <laughs> death with the bone of yet a third yeah. ape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Revenge of the Jedi. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> what? Revenge. Revenge. Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Ah, there, there you go. go. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking Return Revenge of the Nerds because we're all nerds. Revenge of well, the Well, that's what Revenge of the Jedi was the original title of that, wasn't it? Yes. See, I was extra right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's that, see. That deserves a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Kurt. Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. This is this is a little this this whole thing is skewed a little bit toward Kurt being a music teacher oh. and somebody who's <laughs> well, that studied one. a lot. I was actually stuff. like, I think it's Star Trek, but why is that my brother buzzed in? <laughs> well, your brother's been drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he thought he had. Oh dear lord. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like disco track. Awesome. Everybody on the dance floor. Patrick Stewart is rolling over his grave. <laughs> what? Patrick Stewart's dead? <laughs> he will be after he hears this song. Yeah. This is spectacular. He's going to be like, I want to go hang out with my friend Ian McKellen. I am so glad you are giving this to me. This is great. This is like Murph and the Magic Tones on the Enterprise. Hey. It's really it's great like to be here. Star Trek on the Love Boat. Put your hands in the air, everybody. It's Star Trek. It's the Trek Love Boat flying through space. To universe near us now. As your person. The as Star your captain. Trek. It's, it's Love Boat in space. It's Space Love New Boat. New species of beings and... 
the Klingons, <laughs> the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> the Klingons and the Borg? Mm. Kinky. <laughs> Don't wear red going on down the planet's surface. <laughs> You'll <laughs> die there. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, at the end of this, we're just gonna we're gonna play that over again, and we're gonna let Matthew freestyle. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got. All right. This isn't the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is really familiar. Frag. Oh. Never ending story. Nope. No. Carter Matthew. I know this. Yeah. I can't place it. Wow. Matthew? The notebook. Nope. <laughs> the notebook. Wow. I can't remember it. Yeah. It's drive me nuts when yeah. I hear it. Cray? No. No? It's going to drive me nuts when you tell me I can't place it. Are you giving up? Yeah. yeah. E.T. Oh. Never watched the movie. We've talked about this. You've never seen E.T.? Yeah, we've talked about this on this podcast. I don't remember. I've never that. seen the entire movie. Yeah, but he hasn't seen Home Alone, so you both suck. <laughs> we both suck in different ways. That's fair. Yeah, we knew that is. before we, we knew didn't know our, that already. Our, yeah. our respect, I'm here to tell you things. Movie deficiencies. You, you both suck. Funny thing about E.T. Um, oh, the, oh, the funny thing. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's not really about E.T., but it's about the theme from The Office TV show. It's 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 just a ripoff of the E.T. theme song. Think about it. <laughs> okay. Kinda. It's one follows right into the other. So what you're saying is like it just uses some, you know, chord progression. Da 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 da. common. As opposed to Okay, you know, I have one theme song that one tries, more? How many tries one more. Different. One more. Okay, so this is uh for this all 10, of the, all of those were worth 1 point. This one is for 10,000 points. <laughs> this is going to be the one that no, he said we're not going to get them. So this is going to be the one that nobody's going to get. No, I just I started at the top and then I went went to the bottom because all of the Star Wars ones were in a row and so now I've no. worked my way to the middle. Okay. <laughs> Beverly Hills cop. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th. Go, go, go. Cha, 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 cha. This is the worst song ever. What is bad trombone playing? It's a, it's a synthetic trombone. 
That might actually be a real trombone. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, congratulations, we all lost. <laughs> Matthew's asleep. <laughs> Matthew, make it stop. <laughs> Agreed. I'm not, I just, I don't know. Have you given up, Kurt? I got nothing. It's, this says that it's alien. Oh, good lord, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that famous alien theme song. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Famous, you know, the, the famous alien theme song that everybody knows. <laughs> wow, it should have ended on E.T. Yeah, no, well, that wouldn't have helped much. Because <laughs> we were all got like... that one either. Yeah, this stumped everybody at work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you why. go. And how was your Christmas cheer in the office after listening to this for eight hours? I I don't know. I don't remember what other people's reaction was because my reaction was, I need that CD so that I can make a copy of it because <laughs> I'm going to do that on the podcast in a year. <laughs> trick, your, trick your burping. Thank yeah. you for playing what... What the hell was that? Name me your sex tape. Thank you for playing. What the hell was that crap? Back to the Future by the London Starlight Orchestra. And why they chose Back to the Future, I don't know, because that was the first song on the list. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. I'm excited about the... Uh, We're going to bust this open here? Yeah, the, the Spring Bank. Tell us about this, Kurt. The Spring Bank I picked up on my way here. Uh, Spring Bank is a Campbelltown distillery. Woo! Represent. <laughs> um... For, for those of us who are Rand McNally uh, noobs, where is Campbelltown? <laughs> All right, so um, just to give a quick little Scotch nerd burgering here, there are f- five legally recognized areas in Scotland for Scotch distilling that you can label on the on on the labels. There's the Highlands and the Lowlands, which are the very broad categories for the Highlands and Lowlands of Scotland. Then there are three very distinct places. There's Speyside which is north-central along the River Spain, is probably the most prolific region in the entire country with tons of distilleries. Then there's Isla out in the, uh, off the West Coast, which we had earlier with Lagavulin, but also famous for its smoky and peaty whiskeys like Laphroaig and Ardbeg. And then some other smoky ones that aren't. Smoky and peaty you'll remember from the Little Rascals. Yeah, some of them that aren't like Beaumont and uh, Kalila and Kiliman and uh, I can't remember all the other ones. Um, but then Campbelltown used to be um, Campbelltown is the flaccid penis of Scotland. We've talked <laughs> about I, this on the show before. If if you look at Scotland, it looks like Scotland has a flaccid penis that is peeing on Northern Ireland. Uh, the Kintyre Peninsula hangs off kind of the southwest side of the country. Um, Campbelltown is at not quite the tip of the penis. I think, <laughs> I think we broke Mike. Did he try to pound that? You shouldn't have pounded I that. I did not try to okay. pound it. I took a very small sip of okay. it, and it broke me. Much like <laughs> a giant penis in my mouth. And so there's only a couple... Name your sex tape. <laughs> what? Name Sorry. of your sex tape. <laughs> uh, 
Campbelltown used to have a lot more distilleries. There's only three currently today. One of them is the Springbanks Distillery, which I brought. Three too many. And this is 12-year, and it's cask strength at 113 wow. proof. Oh, that might be the problem. I'm glad I have a very small pour here. <laughs> at 113 proof. Um, <clears throat> for the record, uh, the London Starlight Orchestra has other mm, offerings of TV and movie theme songs, uh-huh. <laughs> including yeah. a collection that just includes Burn, just a touch of Smokey, the, the, theme, touch of Pete. the theme from Rambo. Now, I don't know which Rambo movie that is, <laughs> but it's one of them. Miami Vice's theme, which I really want to hear an 80s theme in that yeah. synthesizer. Um, St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, Axel F, which is a song from Beverly Hills, uh, Cop. Beverly Hills yep. Cop. Uh, the A Team theme. Sign me up. Hill Street Blues and um, and a few that I skipped that people really don't know. And then there's there's like there's like probably a dozen that are listed. And it says and many others. Wow. Now, of course, this this has a, a Nerdburger show tie-in because the Axel F theme was done by Harold Faltemeyer, who oh, also it's from Rambo: First Blood Part Two, who also <laughs> who also was the composer for the Fletch theme, which of course you guys did an incredible acapella version, which is my intro music. Yes. Hey, Matthew, Mike, was see not, how it all ties together. Matthew, you just what's had your a second favorite? sip and you didn't die. I <laughs> had like half a drop. Yeah, there's definitely a spiciness going on, just a little bit of peatiness to it. Matthew, what's your yeah. favorite 80s television show? Uh, uh, Not that one. Oh, my favorite 80s yeah. TV show? Uh, there was Airwolf. There was My Camera. There was... It was set in Hawaii. Oh, Magnum. It's on there. Oh, it, okay. Now, <laughs> is, it, is it... That's one of the many more. Is it the original themes... I song. couldn't tell you. Okay. Do you know that that they they changed theme songs? The no. iconic Magnum PI theme song started in season 2. Really? Season 1 Uh-oh. sounds like a horrible like C porn movie. It like, doesn't sound like B- the London Starlight Orchestra. <laughs> Worse. I mean look, yeah, go go to um if you Magnum is on uh, the Amazons. Don't go to episode one, the pilot, because they actually recut it with the iconic Magnum theme. Go to episode two and listen to the theme, and it is just the cheesiest, most horrible. All right, I'm buying this one right now. Yeah. No, this is a different one. This is just very best TV theme songs. Dallas Dynasty. Miami Vice, Family Ties, Magnum, Star Trek, which we were here. St. Elsewhere. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Mike, what's your favorite TV show from the... Is it just the car noise? Yeah. (coughs) Wow. No, this is the... That's the good one. Go to episode two. I don't know. This this is Magnum P.I. first theme. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is it. Okay, because they 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 stole parts of this into the second one, but it's just Roger E. Mosley. TC. Hey, have you watched the uh, the new Magnum? Yeah, it's actually not bad, and I like the new Hawaii Five O too. That's pretty. And good. Larry Minetti as Rick. Rick. Mike, what's your favorite uh, TV show? Uh, Out of comedy from the seventies and early eighties. 
Oh, MASH. Yes, it's on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you buying it? <laughs> right now. Suicide is painless. <laughs> That's, That's right. Written by, was it Robert Altman's son that wrote that for the for the movie? We have the sheet music at our cabin. Because it factors into the movie because Painless was the dentist who right. wanted to commit suicide, suicide because, because he, he thought he was gay. Was that what it was? I thought yep. he, he became impotent and he, he had the giant penis. Well, he, Again, with the giant penises. He was, he was with a girl. It keeps coming back again and again in this episode. The don- yeah, don- don't make don- me <laughs> use that joke three times. Yeah, we need a... <laughs> We need a 16 Candles yeah, reference now. Dong, yeah. Automobile. Lake. <laughs> Big lake. Yeah, what happened was he was on a date and he was just for some reason couldn't mm-hmm. perform. And so he thought he was gay. Oh, okay. And therefore he had to commit suicide. Right. So they faked they faked his suicide. Yeah. Gave him like a fake capsule and. Yeah, had a big. It was a almost a, gave him a, a last a supper. It was yes, it was last, last supper. Last supper esque dinner. And, and then they, had, they, uh, they somebody playing playing on the acoustic guitar. Suicide, suicide is painless, painless with and the then, lyrics, and then and they, that became the song. Then they brought in one of the nurses. And, oh yeah, and he realized that he was actually okay. And the next day, they saw him walking around with a perma smile. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Who was the only cast member? Radar O'Reilly. No, but Gary Gary Berghoff. Gary Berghoff. Yeah. Don't call him Radar. He loses his mind. If Does he? Do that. Oh, yeah. Is he from Ottumwa, Iowa, Gary Berghoff? I... He's from Iowa. I don't know if he's from Ottumwa. I know he's from Iowa. I think if you mention Ottumwa or Radar, he'll just... <laughs> he'll bow up to like four feet nine and try to kick you in the shins. And my brother is making the order right now. <laughs> I am good because I want to. I want to hear the Magnum theme. I love the, how the shipping is almost three times as expensive. Oh, you actually have to purchase it. It's a, it's a physical physical CD for download a, for a do- Whoa, no, a dollar fifty for the CD, four dollars for shipping. <laughs> Wait, you don't get a digital eBay. download? No, this is on eBay. Oh, I thought we were going to listen to it. No. no. All right. We'll Sorry. save it. Hey, it'll be a surprise in the future. Who wants Gary Berghoff facts? Oh, go for Might it. Might as well. Gary Berghoff was born in Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> move, hey, the the move, home of ESPN. Moved to Clinton, Connecticut, and then later moved to Delavan, Wisconsin. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not far from where you grew up. Nope. That's actually not uh, even closer to where uh, Allison grew up. Yep. Where is that? Where's what? Wisconsin. <laughs> I left there. I'm not going back. <laughs> really? It's warmer that here. That was it? <laughs> this trip was it? It's. Fun. I know a lot of people did who you are put from your, Wisconsin. Did you put your dogs in storage? <laughs> For the winter. Yeah. Delavan is near Lake Geneva. I just made a drunk purchase. Well, not really drunk, but... That's yeah. in Switzerland. <laughs> a drinking purchase. Wrong Lake Geneva. That- Elkhorn Actually, I and, think the one in you know, Switzerland is the right Lake Geneva. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lake Geneva in Wisconsin is where D&D started. It's also where the Fibs hang out in the summer. Yeah. It's because you have like 13 months of snow. <laughs> 13? Yeah, it feels like that. Craig. <laughs> That's Ooh. strong, huh? Yeah, Ooh. I wouldn't recommend pounding this. No, this is... The well, thing with the cast well, strength... Well, I did. The thing with <laughs> the cast, cast strength is it's designed that if you want to drink it that strong, great, but if you want to dilute it, you can. 
Whereas, obviously, if you buy something that's 80 proof or 86 proof, you can't re-strengthen it <laughs> short of boiling it, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> very, 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 very small sips. This is excellent. Yes. Yeah, it is This good. is amazeballs. I yeah. love this. Yeah. What is it again? This is Springbank 12-year. It's, oh, it's Campbelltown. Oh, Okay. Yep. Celebrating the family heritage, which isn't real. <laughs> so, does anybody know how Frank Sinatra said to pour the perfect glass of whiskey? Did, you didn't tell us this last time. No, pour the gas, pour the glass, and give it to someone yeah. else and drink the bottle. <laughs> no, oh. that was that was Dean. Yeah. So Jack Daniels, uh, three cubes, two fingers, one splash of water. That's the perfect. Too much ice. I know. <laughs> three cubes, two fingers, one splash, baby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. I got chunks of guys like you in my stool. Right? And I eat pieces board. of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces <laughs> of shit for breakfast? <laughs> Wait, how do we go from Frank Sinatra to Shooter McGavin with no intermediate step? That's just the line that came into my head. It's free, free uh, association <laughs> improvisation there, everybody. This is Drunkenburger. Yeah, this is. There's a reason why Drunkathon. These types yes. of bottles, you know, when they normally package and bottle, they they dilute it down to a standard percentage because yeah, there's a lot going on when you. Yeah. Um, Barrel strength cask strength bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Mike takes the, the glass and just takes a big pull. And like, oh, oh. And he takes a small I, sip and he's like, oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah. I went from, I thought, I, I, I think I'm going to die to, this is amazeballs. <laughs> All right. So, Kurt, I got a question about this. Yeah. About the cask strength. No. Um, what? Oh, okay. Go okay. ahead. A, a, a good, a good buddy of Craig, mine. Are you who, Ubering? No, I'm fine. Are you I, Ubering? Are you Ubering? Are you Ubering? Are you having trouble I think, do those Do those sound different? I think Mike is Ubering to his bedroom. <laughs> it's, I need an Uber which for is 50 feet. Which is literally right through there. Mike's, yeah. Mike's going to take us down, let us out the door. And no, then no, we're Mike. Clonk go I'm out gonna, that door and in the other door. Don't try to I'm go through get, the wall. I'm going to get a text from Allison tomorrow morning saying, <laughs> Mike was asleep in front of the front door in the hallway. <laughs> What no, did she'll, you do? she'll tell you that in person when we stumble across you guys at Star Wars. At the movie, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which, by the way, Allison and I bought tickets two weeks ago. Craig and Kurt bought tickets two weeks, whenever, yeah, and we, we ended up buying tickets to the exact same show. <laughs> at the same theater. <laughs> of Star Wars 9. With, within probably Thank three God rows it's of over. each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so Kurt. Yeah. The, uh, See, one of my buddy, a, he, he only buys. You going to go in there with that attitude? Yes. Oh, he, he only buys cast strength in a bottle talk of about it on the show if you're going to okay. do that. <laughs> Here, do you I, want these back? I oh, oh I, thank you. I, I can't <laughs> decide if I like that better or if I like the consistency of knowing what I'm get when I open a bottle. Because when well, you do yeah. the bottle and bottle cast strength, every single bottle is going to be slightly different. Bottle and bond should be similar because typically they're all hundred proof. Similar, yeah. Um, because that's the rules. The hundred proof, four years, and in a federal warehouse where that goes back to when, you know, people were cutting and selling stuff that was made with like, like you know, gasoline, cat, cat piss of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it in a federally bonded warehouse, and the feds right. would come by and test, would it. D- test it and prove that is, it was actual yeah. stuff. And then you is could, this adult beverage supposed to make everything go black? I can't see. Why can't I see? 
I don't know. <laughs> Mike, you need to finish that drink. Because there. the booze was bad and it made you go blind, oh. right? Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you went blind for other reasons. Whereas, yeah, barrel strength, you're gonna get, you're gonna get what you're gonna get from that barrel. It's not always the same. So, if I didn't go blind in my teens. <laughs> It's not happening. I am a fan. <laughs> I notice all three of you are glasses. I am a believer. <laughs> what did you get? LASIK? Got 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 glasses. No, I just met girls early. Got glasses in my teens. So yeah. I got glasses when I was like six. <laughs> early blue. Oh, you beat me. I was, tw- wow. I was twelve. Wait, no, I don't that's probably not the best way to describe yeah, that. Beat me. Yeah. Got glasses? No, yeah. beat me. Masturbation. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's masturbation humor. Batenberger. But, we, <laughs> but do, do, do you like the variance in the the proof and the strength and the flavor, or would you rather it be a consistent I, proof every? Single I like time? variety. I like the fact that I have a bunch of bottles on my shelf that are very different from each other. So that's uh, what I like. At, at so, different, different. So therefore, from, the from fact barrels, that they're different strengths doesn't bother me at but, all. But having one. Like when I get a Woodford Reserve, I know what it's supposed to be. I expect what it's supposed to be, and I want to make you know, and I want each taste of Woodford Reserve to be what I expect. <laughs> but if thank you for rejoining us for part three of the Nerdburger Drunkathon, prompting is getting getting it queued up for the next intermission because it's just about time. Oh. <laughs> So, but if I there want variety, go. then I'll go to a, just a different bottle or a different yeah something that I expect completely. But I, to each their own. Like I said, I always like to keep a bottle or two of something on my shelf that's cast strength, and then yeah, yeah, I've got a red breast, yeah, twelve cast strength. That's have you had the red breast? Probably loose put towel? a little ointment on that. And red that breast breast will go right loose away. Towel. No, I have not. No oh my gosh! I mean, they're just over there geeking out about scotch. Mm, I'm just thinking about I'm how it's, it's aged in a cherry making jokes and nobody's paying attention. All I can think about is how much I I I love this so much because of the way it tastes, and also hate it so much because I can't drink it any faster than that's probably right. good. Teeny tiny little sips. That's that's a built-in roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That, I think that, that was one. just a teeny sip, not a teeny tiny sip. Mm-hmm. So is the time for intermission? <laughs> I don't know how long we're going on this episode. <laughs> I don't know. What else do we have to do? We have a Kevin question. It's only eight thirty my time. <laughs> oh, that's early. <laughs> Let me see if my wife is home yet. It's still fourteen hours until the movie starts. <laughs> Let's see how much time, how much, how much sleep do you want minimum? <laughs> Figuring in drive time. And being home, drunk, and then uh, <laughs> drunk. drive time, get home. I'm talking about out, me. Get back <laughs> over, kind of in this general vicinity to go to see the movie. Yeah. Hey, I have, I have, I have. We can do another four hours of episode. <laughs> Does anyone feel like a snack? Oh, that dinner was delicious. I can't eat another bite feel because like, I have like bacon flavored. Yes, I'm in. Yep, <laughs> bugles. Yep. Yeah. From France. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> intermission. Okay, everybody, we're going to... Uh, Can I have another deer park, please? Take a little intermission. We'll be right back. <laughs>
edit it down, right? <laughs> Replace the bell with the current buzzer. <laughs> well, yeah, we can go over here. Start unplugging everything on the mixer. <laughs> I was so hell bent on bacon that I forgot about the root beer. The hour-long version, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, two minutes of it. Okay. We got through two minutes. There's an hour-long version of that. So, hey, everybody, we're back. Does anyone speak or read French? Um, mm. I can speak it in American so that it doesn't I can sound like French. Kind of butcher through. I've always found one the few times I've been in places where they speak French that I can read better than I can. Well, I'm just I'm just going to read it then. This is a small bag of Benny nuts, three D's. <laughs> that's three D apostrophe S. 3D's bugles, gout bacon. Gout bacon. Gout bacon. (laughs) Okay. Bacon causes gout. I'm with you. (laughs) All right. Let's try the bacon bugles. So these are 3D bugles as opposed to those flat 2D bugles bugles that you get get in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, a friend of mine put put a photo. They smell like bugles. She put a post on Facebook. So on the first day of Christmas, my true love oldest son, Lewis, gave to me a pig. To which I immediately commented, you misspelled bacon. And it's a cute little... Who stole the bell? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I've claimed the bell for today. For the rest of the show. I would love some bacon bugles. And why did you move all of my stuff around? I didn't move anything. Why did somebody move all of my stuff around? Because we told him to. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> Matthew? I obey. Mm-hmm. I'm a rule follower. Where's my pencil? <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the table with the booze. And it's worth noting that... Uh... Someone in the room, not going to say who, came up with the bright idea to start rearranging your area. Yeah, someone um, did. Partway through the intermission, and then you walked in as we were about to start, and yeah. then Matthew asked you to go back downstairs and grab <laughs> something for him. Yeah, I would like that drink, Mike. Okay. Well, I did forget it. You did forget it, but that was serendipitous. Well, I'm ha- happy to help plan along. I go. These just taste like bugles to me. No, they're yeah, bacony. Just a little bit of bacon. It's a, just a smack of bacon. It's a dash of bacon. A splash. A splash of smokiness? Sure. A smidgen of smokiness. You know, it's textured for his pleasure. They are ribbed. Mm. So I brought a, I brought so a weird thing. We have, oh, yeah, I brought a weird thing. Ooh, number 11. My favorite That's number. <laughs> um, this is Icelandic whiskey. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited about this. It's a single malt. It's only a few years I old. I slammed it's young. it successfully. Sweet. Hey, and you didn't vomit or make a comment or vomit? <laughs> that too. So I had some of this when I was in Iceland a couple years ago, and then when I came through home through Iceland this last summer, I picked up a bottle and duty free again. Mm. Duty. Um, <laughs> and it's different. <laughs> I just don't know how to explain it other than it's different. It is a single malt, but it's not going to be what you expect from a single malt. Every single person I've given it to has either Whoa. loved it or hated it. <laughs> 
That definitely has a... It's uh, 100% malted barley. It's 100% Icelandic ingredients. Distinctive nose. It's very, 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 very different. Does it have elf in it? Probably. Does, it, ta- does it taste like... Icelandic? Does it taste like Bjork? <laughs> no, but you can buy Bjork. It's the name of a uh, birch-flavored liqueur. <laughs> they have trees in Iceland? Yeah, that's about the only type of tree they have is birch trees. I like it. The, it's different. It's I really actually different. like it. It's, it smells weird, but it tastes better than it smells. Mm-hmm. That is bizarre. It's different. Yeah, number five. It's, uh, I would say it's closest to the Irish, but it's still different. So I was like, I got to make sure I bring the weird, the weird one with. It does taste better than it smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much the better. The smell in front is weird. The opposite of coffee. Now, this is their standard Coffee edition. smells better than it tastes. It, it feels like a rice cake. It has a rice cake mm-hmm. finish. Oh, then it's healthy. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their, barley is, their barley, of course, is different because of their short growing yeah. season. Wait, can you drink the whole bottle in one sitting like you can with the package like ba- of ice? Like a bag of rice, rice cakes? cakes? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, ate, I ate a bag of... I, I almost called them ice cakes. Ice cakes from Iceland. Well, in yeah, Iceland, rice cakes that's from Iceland called. are called ice cakes. Yes. Yeah. Um, an entire bag of ice, ice cakes, you can have those. Ice quakes? <laughs> ice quakes. <laughs> Have an entire bag of uh, rice. Well, there cakes. is volcanism on on Iceland. In Iceland, um, there's no Vulcans in it's, Iceland. It's like negative. It's like negative seventeen calories, right? Do we need to go back to the Star Trek theme? No, no. <laughs> Interesting side note to this: this is their standard release. It's you know a few. It's like what is it called again? It's called Floki. Floki. F L O K I with the I having a, an accent mark and a long I. Floki. So no, the O. Sorry, the O. The, the I doesn't. Floki. 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 Like eh. Yeah, Floke. Floke. And uh, this is their standard release, but they also do one where they dry... Floke. Floke. Okay, this gets good. You're going to love this. This is their standard, you know. But you know how in Scotland they would use peat. Floke. eh. you. (laughs) In Scotland they would use peat and burn the peat to dry out the barley. And it gets that smokiness. Well, in Iceland they, they... they also have another version of this where they they smoke it to dry it, but they use sheep's dung. That's I not this one. That. No, I didn't I'm, buy I'm that. gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Scotch peat thing. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. But if you're really, really, if you get a chance to fly through Iceland, and you want to be. It's weird. like a flaming turd in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of a campfire, right? <laughs> Why am I having a flashback? <laughs> to camp you you had a weird life man (laughs) hey you guys have been front row for a lot of it so well you know i've known you for quite a while all you have to do is just drink ice water and hold it in there for several seconds and then the flaming turd won't cause any burns hey matthew lasting just just occurred to me mike and i have known you for about a decade now at least no no more more than that oh yeah Maybe eleven years because you were at the yeah, twenty we didn't, we didn't get trained. We didn't have you come in to train us at the at the place that we worked at at the architecture firm that we worked at. Two thousand seven, immediately. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Oh. Not two thousand six. I was. I didn't get here until two thousand seven. Okay, so we'll, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been just over ten years. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. I know. And you still still invite me over? You must really be hard up. For well, us. you bring you know, bo- <laughs> usually you bring booze. Well, not today. That's what. <laughs> High five. High five, Mike and I, for bringing the booze. I brought my booze a thousand miles. Matthew couldn't bring his like 20 feet. There was a miscommunication earlier Slight today. miscommunication. Right now, there's still a lot of booze on the table. I texted Matthew to let him know that I bought two 
different types of uh, of whiskey that he had already brought here on a previous episode, 331, Whiskey, uh, Nuremberger 331. Go listen to it if you haven't heard it. And I, I texted him to let him know I had those covered. So that he wouldn't so that bring he them. wouldn't bring them. He read that as I don't need to bring any whiskey. I, I have whiskey. So well here's here's what I'm imagining right now is that there are twenty five bottles of scotch and whiskey that are sitting on a shelf right now going somehow we're gonna get blamed for this. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to be there. It's our and, it's our purpose. It's what we do. We are being denied our place, our role in this life. That's right. And and the the weird thing is, I had He's gonna six bottles of whiskey in my car that I took out before I came over earlier here. today. Yeah, because you went shopping. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's right. You showed us the, the I photo. Did. I had two of bottles of new today. riff. New riff yeah. that was muled down from Kentucky. And that uh... a bottle of Woodford Reserve Double Oak, a one point seven five of Buffalo Trace, a, a bottle of Eagle Rare, and then a bottle of uh, uh, e- Taylor, which is really good. So. Hmm. And I took it all out. It's a lot of bourbon in that. <laughs> a lot of bourbon. <laughs> well, I mean, percentage-wise, over the total amount I have in my house, it's not much. A fart in sure. a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, we've we have we've seen pictures of Matthew's stash. Well, you need to come over. Well, invite us. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! That's how that, that works. That's, that's that part that I keep yeah. forgetting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, now that we're Matthew almost... just sits around at home week after week after week, just where every are they time, coming every over? Time he hear, every time he hears a what? noise, he's like, "Is that Mike and Craig? Are they here? Are they here? <laughs> I've been he waiting. Goes, he I'm runs. Waiting. He runs to the door like a dog, like excited <laughs> to see us. <laughs> His little tail wagging Mike, furiously. Mike, Craig, Craig, Mike, Mike, Craig, Craig. <laughs> And then he and then he doesn't yes, see us. Yes, I do want a new subscription to the newspaper. And then he doesn't see us, and he gets really disappointed, and he goes and piddles in the corner. Yeah. Then he barks at the mailman. Well, now that now that I am legally done with my children. Yes, very good. Yeah. I would ding the bell, but I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Uh oh. Since Daniel Careful, turned don't break 18. That's uh, the same bell we've had you. this whole time. <laughs> I'll ring the bell the way I want to ring the bell. I'll That's buy true. You a new did, one. You did buy that bell. <laughs> yeah. So, How much did that cost? A dollar? Like five bucks. Five uh, bucks. Holy, wow. like that. that's high cotton on the that's bell. That's hundreds there. of cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a five hundred cents exactly. I did. I spent five hundred cents on that. And now that wait, we're not, wait, not how many be... bits is it? Don't think about it. How many bits? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's forty bits. Forty. Yeah, forty bits. Yeah. Yeah. Say it's yeah, twenty-five cents is a bit, or it's two bits. Two Twelve. Bits. Twelve and a half cents is a bit. Hmm? What? Yeah, a bit is two bits. It's is one eighth of a dollar cents. because it was one eighth of a peso. A bit was one eighth of a peso, and at the time, a peso was equal to one dollar. <laughs> when was that? Really? <laughs> when when they ago. came up with a bit? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sh- shave and a haircut. So, two bits. Twenty-five. Late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. For the record, everybody, shave, a shave and a haircut. Two, <laughs> two bits was twenty-five cents. A bit was twelve and a half. Right? Yes. I pay a lot more than that for my haircuts, but I pay zero dollars for my shaves. How much is a groat? <laughs> so it, how much was a groat? It evens out a groat. Thirty-seven and a half cents. A British groat. I don't know. It was four cents. I am groat. It was two. T- <laughs> it was two tuppence. <laughs> I am groat. I am worth four cents. Yeah, I, I don't know that there is a groat coin anymore, but that was. That was one that I know from the uh, doing the Renaissance Fair stuff because we were able to talk in a very small amounts, like hay pennies and 
stuff like that because a half penny was an actual coin. Speaking of inflation, the... hadn't destroyed all those little tiny coins yet. Speaking of the farthings, re- all that stuff. The Renaissance Fair. This has been going on so long, and we were so late from dinner. Do you think Jim's thing is over now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> getting close. Nine no, it's another hour. Nope, he's still he's still he busy. Available. Jim was possibly going to give us a uh, Christmassy Sammy Peeps. Well, now update. you're making everybody sad because he's not going to be able to be here. No. But we have, but we have viewer mail. Wow, Kirk, okay. how does it make us feel? I mean, they're sad that they're not going to have a good guest. I know a thousand miles. No, I know. And all I the way drive here, one thousand more <laughs> just to be the man. <laughs> walk a thousand miles. Uh, fall out drive your door. The emotion, do, do, do. the emotion, the emotion you should feel is not sadness or or, or anger over us expressing this. The, the emotion you should be feeling is sadness for not being able to participate in a Samuel Peeps. Uh, discussion of the crazy weirdness that was Sammy Peeps being like a philanderer and having buyer's Christmas remorse. Peeps. And <laughs> we, Christmas we were going to have Christmas Peeps. <laughs> no. That sounds a lot like the song that the, it's in on that tape that's stuck in my Fiero. Oh, Christmas Peeps. Oh, <laughs> Christmas Peeps. I want to bone my <laughs> wife's maid. <laughs> With my finger. Because <laughs> that's what he did. Do you want to read some viewer mail? Viewer mail? Yeah, viewer mail. Viewer? Listener, listener mail? <laughs> I, grew, I grew up on Late Night with David Letterman. It's viewer mail as far as okay, I can listen. Do we mail. have a camera in here? Is, is, no. this, is this from a regular guest? <laughs> well, no. Not that you know about, Kurt. We do, but it's not connected because it degraded the Skype connection because Skype sucks. Is it a, is is this from re- a regular guest? Or yes. Is this from, okay, then it's not really, but go ahead. This is from Andy. Um, sure. He says, uh, no E... I don't know if that means not a specific episode or what, but he says just a, ger- a generic complaint. I totally oh, get... complaint. Okay, fine. Serve it up, Andrew. No, this isn't a complaint about us. Oh, okay, cool. And he's not <laughs> referen- referencing any specific episode. I think that's what no E means. Okay. Either that or he's not on ecstasy <laughs> when he wrote this. <laughs> I actually thought he was I'm... talking about whiskey... <laughs> Spelled with an E or He's, without an E? Uh, I'm fresh. Yeah. Well, I'm fresh, guys. I'm fresh out of ecstasy, so I guess I'll write you an email. Does the country have an E in the name? Thank you. Yep. Okay, the country so. has an E in the name. You spell whiskey with an E. Got yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Andy says, "Who t- cares?" <laughs> what? That's how I deal with complaints. Somebody's taking an Uber home. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave your car on the street. You can come get it tomorrow. Andy says, I totally get that an actor slash actress can make a decent living being typecast. If you've got one thing you're really fucking good at, (laughs) and folks will pay you for it over and over again, why not? But then, every time you appear in a show or movie, it's like an immediate plot spoiler. Oh, it's that actor. Well, okay, clearly X is going to happen then. Sean Bean is going to... Irritating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Sean... Oh, look, it's Sean Bean. He's going to die. He's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've been typecast as a consultant. Insultant. Exactly. Yes, I'm an insultant. I suppose that... Everyone at my office still remembers that. (laughs) Like 10 years later. Oh, the insultant. Yeah, they loved that. I make good money off of that. You did. I know, and people love for me to insult them. <laughs> well, you did it with good humor. It, that it's all in the presentation. I would ding the bell if I had one. 
Craig, would you ding, please? Ding. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I have a Bell app. Hang on. <laughs> okay, no, let's, let's, play, let's play the Typecast Where Actor I... Game. Where did uh, I stick that? Here we go, Typecast a- let's, Actor Game. Let's play the Typecast Actor Game. See, Kirk, I think don't this, look at the list I think here. this episode is proof that we don't need to do any show planning ever. <laughs> yeah. So if... Um, yeah, you do. You have to play it to bring booze. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Michael Sarah shows up in a movie... What can you expect from him? He's a awkward loner dork. <laughs> Complete total awkwardness. Trying to hit on maybe. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible list. I'm going to go find a different list. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, it's, it's character, it's actors that aren't actually, most of them aren't actually typecast. It's like, here's oh. these huge stars that play these wide variety Brad roles. Brad Pitt. Why doesn't this bell work? <laughs> I want, like, really typecast Alan Rickman. This episode has gone off the rails. <laughs> well, the bell works now. Wait, was that you or my app being delayed? <laughs> delayed app. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it, was, it was you. No, fuck you, slideshow. <laughs> okay, here we go. Danny Trejo. Someone's going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tough guy, tough guy, sure. That's what he plays. He plays the tough guy. Helena Bonham Carter. Johnny Depp's Crazy show sex. Up. <laughs> uh, well, that's you know, like a couple of movies. I'd say she plays she plays uh, weirdos in like uh, uh, either it's either going to be weirdo or period piece. Yeah, weirdo yeah. in a modern movie or a period period piece. piece. Yeah, Johnny Depp right after that. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> He's going to play the Jason Bateman. Oh, they've actually even got a list, like a comment of what he's typecast as. I a straight guy. A straight man. Okay, yeah, yeah bewildered straight man. man. Um, this is actually, yeah, they, okay. Although he, uh, Ozark, he, he's he's amazing in Ozark. Alan Dale, do we he's know who a, that is? I don't even know who that is. Alan he, Dale. He's the the bewildered criminal man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's the straight man on that show. He's the guy that he everything happens is a straight around. Man. He is a straight man, but he is absolutely a very, very bad, All the weird bad, shit happens bad, bad around him. Yeah. And he is in the middle of oh, it, reacting it's to it. And everything. of course, Arrested Development, which is, which actually it, it replaced Mash as number one on my list. It, and there is there is more uh, Ozark coming, according good. to Netflix. It good. says it says the uh, new season on the way Ooh, or something like life. that. Um, Alan, Alan where Dale, the hell are you, Mike Allen Dale? You will know <laughs> where. Where's my dinner? You said you were bringing <laughs> dinner home, and now it's almost ten o'clock. Where's my dinner? Oh, that was a real phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Hi there. Gonna play the typecast game here again, Alan Dale. That's Penny's father on Lost. No, not really. The guy who wanted to find the island. Oh, oh Charles Woodmore. Yeah, Charles Woodmore. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's typecast as the magnate. He's like the 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 business guy. Is she coming to get you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, sorry. Matthew's she, gonna die alone in the she's, gutter. She's going to get Daniel at work. <laughs> Where, where's work? A and W. Stop looking. Um, <laughs> no, actually, he he works. Uh, He's a very responsible employee at Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice. Yeah, I I, I like hot wings. Yeah, and uh, if uh, I worked there, I would get fired for eating the eat profits. A million pounds. I you, would. You would eat the money. There. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> we said you were eating the profits. Well, no, You're they eat the money. I they, would eat the thing that makes. They the money. take U.S. dollars there, not pounds. <laughs> want want. Michael Sarah is listed as. <laughs> The quivering man child. (laughs) 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 Ah, Kieran Knightley. Period piece. Period piece heroine. Alec Baldwin. 
Hero. Goofy boss. The intimidating, self-confident oh. a-hole. He does yeah, play that. He's a hero. Quite a, quite <laughs> a hero. Um, Leslie Mann. Judd uh, Apatow's wife. Yeah, the it's, wife or the girlfriend. Uh, what kind of wife or mom or uh, girlfriend? The complaining kind. The uptight one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Jackson. Something, something, motherfucker, something. <laughs> uh, the um, reluctant, the reluctant hero, no. who's always cursing. <laughs> He's just list. They list him as the badass. Yeah. No, we're gonna bad motherfucker. Just gonna skip. Her. Like on but the that's wallet. why he's always cursing because he doesn't want to do it. Well, it was on the wallet. Bad yeah. motherfucker, right? Yeah, that's not good either. I don't like that one. Zoe Deschanel, hot. <laughs> Mystery pixie girl. Hey, <laughs> hey there, wife. How's it going, wife? <laughs> it's spelled Zooey. Yeah, but it's Mystery mm-hmm. pixie girl. Zooey. Yeah, the quirky girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alterna girl. And if she doesn't have bangs, I don't recognize her. <laughs> Take a look at a photo of Zoe Deschanel without bangs, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not a good one to talk about. See, yeah, see this, this, the, you know, like, okay, kind of typecast. Jim Carrey, <laughs> the physically the, animated, yeah, goofy you know, idiot, the, yeah. face, over the, top. the face contorting goofball. Except yeah. that he doesn't do that in about thirty percent of his movies. He's done some very serious now. He's stuff. a painter. Here you go, yes. Michelle Rodriguez, badass, Lost. yeah, the tough chick, tough chick, <laughs> lost, Fast and Furious, John something. Wayne. He's the, the cowboy. Man. He the man's man. Exactly. Dead the on man. Mike. The he, cowboy. No, he's the man. Ugh. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> the big girl? No. <laughs> Wait, who? Melissa What's McCarthy. Well, she is. Yeah, yeah. She's a big girl, but like, that's well, not what she's, they've got to She's list less like. big now. The wild comic relief. What? She's always kind of the... The loud, in, in a, in a, funny one. Yeah, yeah. In, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an ensemble, she's always like oh, really sure. over the top okay. one. Yeah. I know her from uh, Mike and Molly. Where, where that's not the case. Hugh Grant. Um, Hoity toity, posh, upper class. Yeah. The foppish. Yeah. <laughs> Guy who got a blowjob and made Jay Leno's Tonight Show watchable. Get, get, get high, <laughs> higher ratings than David Letterman's Late Show. With, with the line, what the hell were you thinking? thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Is the question that came out of Jay Leno's mouth. Who, who, who the foppish he, and adorable British rom-com again? lead. Who was he dating again? At the, At the time? time? Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the prime of, the of her hottest women yeah. on the history when she was of civilization. Yeah. What was, who was she on uh, on Austin Powers? She's still. Just a hot chick. <laughs> um, she's, uh, she's still. Uh, um, I can't think of the name of the character. She's the British spy yeah. from the first movie. She's... Uh, Miss Kensington or Kensinghouse or something like Miss Kensington. Miss Kensington. Miss Kensington. Vanessa Kensington. There yeah. You go. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Vanessa. Miss Kensington. Well, okay. So the Rock has done a. He's got a lot more depth than than most people. Yeah, think. but you know Jim Carrey's done a lot more than the face contorting yeah. goofball too. But he, he's listed he's... as the endearing nice guy who could also beat you up. Yes. <laughs> Did you he, see the Tooth Fairy? He plays the nice guy characters. Yeah. He was he was great in the Tooth Fairy. Was I he mean, the I, Tooth Fairy? Yes, he was. Wow. He wore yeah. a pink tutu. <laughs> and and that guy will do any you know movie. What? He owned it. He will do and any movie. And it was movie. great. And I, I 
Matthew. Yes. Fan of the Tooth Fairy. Fan of the Tooth Fairy, yes. Jason Statham. The badass. <laughs> British badass. It's up there, the stoic killer. Yeah. yeah. The stone cold guy. Uh, no, I'm going to skip past that particular uh, stereotype. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jodie Foster. She's, she's had such a wide variety of yeah. roles. This is no good. This The supremely capable, intelligent leader. Yeah, that's true for about 20% of her movies. Um, now we're starting to get into people that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, Andy Serkis. Gollum. <laughs> the, the, digi- the digitally enhanced creature. Yeah. Because he's also in... Chris, yeah. This is why this one's funny. In Christopher Minsplas. Christopher Minsplas? Yeah, you know him in, by one role. He was in... Uh, McLovin. <laughs> yeah, he was in Superman. <laughs> oh! He was typecast as McLovin. Nobody can look at him and think anybody think of anything but... McLo- hey, it's McLovin. You can get a McLovin Hawaii driver's license on Amazon for like 10 or 15 bucks. If you want one. With his picture on it. <laughs> David Bradley. Who? Um, the actor who plays, uh, he's Filch in the Harry Potter series. He's Walder Frey in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. That's actually, he's, that's actually uh, accurate, too. Ricky Gervais's uh, senile uh, Alzheimer's-y he's the father un- in Afterlife. He's the unpleasant old man. Yeah. Supposedly that's that is his typecasting. Much, but... So there you go. <laughs> that's way too that's much, the, but okay. <laughs> that's the type. That's the type. The, the side eye I got from Matthew as he poured that. <laughs> Are we done sampling yours? Oh, you can have a little bit more of this if you want. No, I mean the ones oh, in the little bottle. The only thing I brought left. That I brought. The only thing left. I brought left. <laughs> so I need to talk to you. Good thing your brother's here to drive you home. This show's brought to you by the Scots and Uber. No. I brought and Papadol and bacon like, bugles. Papadol, if you like, it's sponsor a podcast. Shrimp and grits. Oh, shrimp burp. This podcast is brought to you by whiskey without a knee. <laughs> So I brought a rye. This is bullet oh, rye. Bullet rye. Bullet yeah. rye, which is one of the all-time classics. But now Mike doesn't have room for it in his glass of nope. water reserve. <laughs> he will in a minute. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> now the the bullet Lord. rye is nice because it has a. That's uh, a full-on finger over there. There's a lot of spice to the bullet. That's rye. a there's good spice, amount. Of, but then, not a little tiny kind of sip. A, a floral finish. Are not gonna, quite like a four roses. How are you going to be tomorrow, sure. Mike? But <laughs> it's it's a very light. That's not Floor quite finish. a S- S- Sammy Peeps finger in the main, but it's 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 somebody's finger. It's one it's of my pinky. pinkies. <laughs> well, hurry up! We've got to try the bullet rye. <coughs> drink, drink, hurry drink, up! Drink, drink! Come on, Mike, pound it. <laughs> We're already. I mean, this is the longest episode. Yeah, I know. Hooray! We win. <laughs> oh, is that how? That, that's how we win, huh? Yeah, that's how we By win. By like nice. twenty minutes, if yeah. I and don't we're do not any. Done. This well, is longer no. than the one when Daniel talked about Minecraft. Yeah, by about twenty minutes, we're if about, I don't do any editing. We're about oh the, no, yeah, we're about no. two hours and twenty. Or two hours and twenty minutes. Two, two fifteen. Because you've yeah, had yeah. some ones with Mike and uh, with uh, Jim that run long. Jim. Plus, then there was the the previous After Dark mm. one was about two hours ballpark. 
Jim. That was at Jim. Andocon. Well, before this episode, Jim had the top spot, and I think Kevin was in second place. But then Jim had like third, fourth, sixth, seventh, ninth, <laughs> tenth, twelfth. Because Jim just keeps talking, and we just let him go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would have been a, on a nice this episode, floral, but floral yeah, almost, it's... if not for. Come on, Mike. We're waiting on you. Uh. <laughs> Jeez, that was a shrimp burp. <laughs> <laughs> And we don't mean a small burp. Holy crap, there he goes. He downs it. Oh, here, over here. <sighs> Thank you, Woodford Reserves. I wonder Mike's if... going to wake up on the floor. Do you notice how I timed that, Kurt? Yeah, I wonder if... Rud- Rud- is Last Jedi going to be better or worse on over? Woodford <laughs> Reserve. Uh, Thank you, Rudford Reserve. What is this now? So this is Bullet Rye. Bullet Rye, yeah. So a rye is like a bourbon, except that at least 51% of it is rye (laughs) instead of corn. He just snorted it in. It's spicy. (laughs) It's spicy. Yeah, it's going to be very spicy. By the way, hey. (laughs) You are going to love this. It's so spicy. Cheers, Nerdburger. Is it Italian? Cheers. I don't find it spicy, but Me more neither. so than a bourbon. It's a little compared bit. to everything just, else we've been drinking. Though this is on the smooth end, I'd say spicy is one of those words that note that note. If you get a group of more than two people together, nobody can agree. You can't agree on what it means. All right, spi- spicy is spicy. when you can feel feel the tingle in the front of your mouth and tip of your tongue. Burn is when you feel that. That same heat in the back of your throat. That's your definition. No, that's the right definition. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, he's right. No. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. Somebody's walking I'm, back to I'm my voting. <laughs> I'm voting present on that one. <laughs> Thank you, Tulsi. No. <laughs> nice that's call. topical. Yeah. Okay, that's our, that's, we, that's our that's political the, joke. We were, we were, talking, we were just talking about Hawaii yeah. and McLovin, so... But it's also milder than a lot of the things we've been drinking. She is a <laughs> lot milder. Honest. Compared to the 113 proof spring bank. Yes. <laughs> Do we want to play uh, the stupid movie character names? See if you can remember what who played who played the. I'll give you the character name from a movie. Tell me what movie it was and who the actor or Bring actress it. was. <laughs> stupid. Kurt, now, Kurt, you need to movie not look character. character name. Yeah, because there's people. You know when. Think about it. What did you just say, Kurt? <laughs> said bring it. Oh, bring it. <laughs> think about it. You know, you can you write a, a screenplay. You can name your character anything you want to name them, and there are a lot of really stupid names given to these characters, like McLovin, like Hurdy Flirt, Sherbel Burp. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. I'm just making okay, sure. Let's let's do this. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys because they man people love naming the hello Uber. Especially, this is Kurt Campbell. Especially in. <laughs> I need action, a ride, especially in action movies. Um, who is? Uh, we'll start with some of the ones that are like less weird. Jericho Kane, Kane with a C. That sounds familiar, but I can't remember where I heard it. Anybody remember who Jericho? Jericho Kane. This Kane. is this is, is this uh, movies one of, or TV. This is one of this. It, these are all movies. All movies. This is uh, one of this actor's uh, lesser, really remembered roles. Not, he wasn't, you know, not hugely know. known for it. Can't place it. Um, Nick Cage. No. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting there. Good guess. <laughs> you, yeah, jump like, the, you jump the route. There's like 50% chance of that being right. Uh, uh, it's a pretty good percent. Uh, that's, uh, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in End of Days. Okay. Okay, so let's, let's do this. John Matrix. 
<laughs> it's not from the movie The Matrix. Hi, I'm John. John Matrix. I like it stirred, not shaken. I know kung fu <laughs> <laughs> and jujitsu. Whoa! I got nothing. John, stop looking at your John, phone, Matthew. I'm is looking at something spelled, completely different. Is it spelled like, like your car, yeah. Matrix? I have no, no okay. idea who John Matrix is. That's, I should not have. That's a bad oh, name. Taken that pinky of Woodford Reserve. <laughs> that's also on Arnold Schwarzenegger in. That's his character in Commando. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Get um, out. Look out. Mike, get you should, down. Mike, you should get this one. Who's Archer Maggot? Archer. Okay, that sounds familiar, but I can't. I, again, I don't know. Matthew, you should know this one, too. Archer, Archer, Archer Maggot. Maggot. The war movie. Yeah. It's an old war movie. It's in color, but it's older. Are we back to the bridge on the River Kwai? That era. Archer Maggot. I've heard that. I I don't know, though. That's Telly Savalas. Dirty Dozen. There you go. Oh, yeah. They mentioned it on Bob, the, the Bob and Brian radio show. Dirty Dozen. To all the time. Archer Maggot. Stick him! Stick him! <laughs> you know, my, well. my, my favorite line from that movie is when um, uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee Marvin makes them all shave dry because they were complaining about not having hot water to shave. And so he says, all right, no water to no shave. No water at all. Yeah. And, and, and his sergeant comes up and he says, well, you know, sir, they all hate you. And he says, but they all hate me together. <laughs> we are recording. I'm a teacher. I can appreciate this. Okay. <laughs> we are recording this in the lavender room of the Nurburger studio on the shores of Maggot Creek. Maggot Creek. Yeah. Very true. Okay. How about somebody's going to know this one, right? Snake Pliskin. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, um, yeah. Um, that's Escape from... New York or L.A., I'm not sure. Yeah, well, Both. Both, Kurt Russell, <laughs> technically, yeah. But which one came first? New York. New York, okay. Kurt Russell's character. Um, Mr. Goldie Hawn. Hawn. <laughs> how about... Hawn. Uh, how about, how about uh, Cleveland Heap? I don't know. I'm familiar with Cleveland Steamer, but not okay. Cleveland Heap. <laughs> Aren't we all... Wait, What? <laughs> <laughs> I was young. I was in college. I needed the money. That's oh, and, and by the way, if you're still listening to this episode, <laughs> I'm sorry. Congratulations. If you're still listening to this episode, I want you to send an email to nb at solhoff.net and you will receive an award. NB? As in Nerdburger? Nerd really? At solhoff.net and I. Doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, you are listening to this I episode. I could listen to this when I drive home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, send an email to nb well, at. I have to set up the email account. I couldn't just now, but I'm oh. counting on the few days actually, between now and when. I was going to actually you send have, it. I was counting on a couple days to get it set up. Okay. You have four days. To I was going to come over to your computer and set up right now, but then I'd have to move. And then You'd I have to use a Mac. I could. It's a computer. Okay, everybody. Who's Johnny Rico? So, a superior oh, computer. That's, um, as long as I want to go to Pinterest. Starship Troopers, right? There you go. Yeah. What? As long play, as I want to go to Pinterest. Casper Van Dien. I don't that's use it. Pinterest. Or Twitter. They're not playing anymore. That's okay. you <laughs> I don't know play. what yeah. he's doing. Johnny Rico. Casper Come Van on. Johnny Rico. Yeah, Starship Troopers. Yep. Yeah. Great Robert Heinlein book. Would you like to know more? Okay, let's yeah. let's <laughs> let's let's hit the Nick also Cage 90s quad factor. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris from H-A-M-Y-M, or Hyman, as Matthew calls it. 
Anyway, back to H I M Y. What did I say? H A. Say A. You're drunk. Go home, Mike. You're drunk. Oh wait, you're home. So you're gone. A E I O U. And sometimes why? Mike, Mike can you recite the alphabet backwards? No, I'm not giving you my glass anymore. M Y M I H. That's not the alphabet backwards. What? Z Y X Y X. He went backwards. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J. Somebody drives drunk a lot. E D C B A. Somebody's ready for the drive home. Alpha, yep. Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo. For the record, for the record, he Fox started. Foxtrot, Golf Hotel, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima, Mike, Mike November. I Oscar. stumbled on my own name. <laughs> <laughs> Mike November Oscar Papa, Papa Romeo, Romeo Sierra Tango Uniform Victor, Victor whis- Whiskey 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 Yankee Zulu X-ray Yankee X-ray. Zulu uh, Let's get the X-ray Yeah No one cares about X Okay Can we hit- Matthew is not X-rated <laughs> Can we hit the Nick Cage <laughs> <laughs> Matthew takes the X out of X. Some people can't hold their 10 pours of liquor. (laughs) (laughs) They were little pours. I'm talking about Mike. Oh, those were bigger pours. All right, Nick Cage. Yeah, here we go. Nick Cage, 90s quadfecta. Quadfecta. Sailor Ripley. Nick Cage. (laughs) Yeah, in. (laughs) Very good. You got Nick Cage. Good lord. <laughs> Sailor Ripley. God, who knows? I mean, he's been in like a thousand movies. Con Air. Because no, apparently no. he mismanages his own money. Yes, he does. That's his character in Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. Caster Troy. Nikki Cage. Oh, that's Face Off. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I got dinged. Cameron Poe. That's Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> and Memphis Reigns. The notebook. <laughs> Usual uh, suspects. Ghost Rider or Ghost something? No. Ghost Phantom? Whatever that ghost. Gone in sixty, in 60 seconds. seconds. Sixty seconds. Yeah. Now one of those, uh, I don't remember which one it was. One of them is like an eighty-nine movie. <laughs> like one of them is not quite nineties, but it's close enough. What was his Probably character's name Heart. in um, Raising like Arizona? Maybe. What? Oh, what was Raising his character's Arizona? name in Raising Arizona? Hi. Don't come back here without a baby, hi. Did you have a weird... No. <laughs> I don't recall. Do you, are you oh, asking me? I'm asking I don't know. Everything oh. you got in the drawer. <laughs> Son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> Craig is Googling. It was high something. Googling high. Huh? 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 You can crop this part out. Huh? No. <laughs> you can edit this out. <laughs> Not editing. Editing anything. So, listeners, Here we go. this is why you should appreciate the effort. H.I. That... McDonough. Yeah. Hi, McDonough. This is why you should appreciate how much time Mike edits <laughs> because he cuts out a lot of this crap even when we're not drinking. This would will still be the longest episode without editing. At yeah. Hi. Two and a half hours now or so. Jim, you have your work cut out for you <laughs> to regain the title. We're not going to do a two and a half hour episode. <laughs> this, this is the last one. You normally um, do these in the morning when you have shit to do. <laughs> yeah. And there was there were 
female characters, women characters, Juno McGuff. Wait, Nick Cage played a woman? No, we're in the women now. Juno what are McGuff? we talking about? Is that from You're Juno? In the women now? <laughs> that's that's Juno's name in, in, in the Juno. movie. Juno. I lost yeah. that bet. Ellen Page. Right. Wait, what wait, what what's the question? We're still playing crazy movie character names. We're oh, just on we the doing, women. Okay. I got I got confused by you the are Nick drunk. Cage centrality. <laughs> no, we're done with that. It was a quadfecta. We did four movies. Got your drink on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you this hammered. <laughs> really? They made me drink all that wood for really? the reserve. They made you do a damn thing. You're an adult. Really? No, I had to in order to have whatever the hell that last thing was. What was that last thing? Bullet, Bullet rye. rye. Bullet proof. Bull- no, Bullet Rye. Good Lord. Apologies, Allison. Anyway, continue. How about, Mike, I have a big bottle of that. I'm sorry, what was that word? Oh, we're Apologies? Not we're not going to continue. These, no, these, two can't, these two can't like, hold out a straight sentence. Can't keep a straight train of thought. <laughs> a straight sentence. Okay. Well, this, this game show thing has been going on for like 25 minutes. Has <laughs> <laughs> oh, it? Cameron yeah. Poe. Is it still going on? No. Because okay. You, every time I start to talk, you two start giggling at each other over there. <laughs> Would you like to answer a Kevin question? No. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, fuck Kevin. Whoa. <laughs> for, the, for the record, the reason Kevin is... Has Even any woman on the show at all is it's, because yeah. he's a friend of Kurt's. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Kevin and Mrs. Question. Opinions ex- expressed about Kevin and Hi, Mrs. Gus. Question. Hi, Gus. Who's a good boy, Gus? Gus is a good boy. Are, are Kurt's and Kurt's only and not those of Nerdburger. Try to get their dog all around. That sounds like they listen to this together. That sounds like a dare's standard disclaimer. The views expressed by my husband are not necessarily those held by management. <laughs> Does she All say that time. to everyone you oh, meet? Oh, yeah. It's okay. pretty much just... Usually, we, we have a bet on the over-under on how many minutes it takes for that to come out. Yeah. It's usually about seven. Who Who's currently winning? Um, we both win because we've been married for so long together. America wins. <laughs> All right. Question. <laughs> 42. Sorry, sorry is that, Kevin. that's your answer? Forty-two. Yeah, over there. Deep thought. So, sorry, thanks. Kevin. Thanks for that answer. Deep thought. Anytime. All right. One thirty-one question. Are we at the end of the second golden age of television? It seems like quality is diminishing and quantity is increasing. Thanks, Kevin. Television is dead. Is this the second or the third golden age? I thought this was the third. I don't it's know. The, it's the eighteenth. I'm not Something sure. Like I finished that. reading yeah. that no. question. T- television is dead. Can you focus your eyes on the question? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just took my glasses off. You look more sober with your glasses off. No, I just put my glasses on. Wait, no, everything is clear. Weird. Isn't it cool how we all got together and made this big thing that spins around Mike? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have more bugles. Anyway, golden age of television. Yeah. No, it's dead. Uh, streaming is taking over. Stream, streaming. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. He's not talking about... What do you... Golden Age what? of television. television. Television shows. Television shows are dead? Yeah, are gonna, we they're, at they're the end of the second yeah. Golden they're, Age of television? For the, for the it most seems part, like quality t- is diminishing most TV and quantity are, is increasing. Streaming streaming TV is so much better, so much better, more... And I'm not talking about the cable shows like HBO. I don't think you're answering the Cinemax. question he's asking. 
Well, then what's he asking? I'm a politician. I asked the question I wanted him to ask. <laughs> the golden age of television, which has supposedly been going on for like 15, 20 years now. We're not talking, it's not network versus streaming versus premium channels versus cable. It's television shows. Remember, remember how much television shows sucked during the 70s? In the early 80s, especially. And supposedly everything's been, this is, this, I don't think this question has anything to do with network versus streaming. Oh. Yes, we're on, we're, networks are dying. Streaming is going. Well, to I mean, when, when I when I think of network television, I think of reality TV, yeah, sure. and that's and the most unrealistic reality TV, yeah, which is garbage, which is all of them. Um, well, we know, all we know, up. they're all they're all fake. They're all we know for a fact that at least partially scripted. reality TV is is almost entirely scripted because in that room next to us, sleeping, hopefully, <laughs> despite the noise we're making. Is uh, someone who was on a reality show and got to see firsthand behind the scenes. Like, oh, this was all set up. They said, we want you to do these types of things. We want to talk about this kind of stuff. The only thing that they didn't really do was script the lines. Right. Everything else. But they set the scene and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the golden age of television. Is the golden age of television over? Are we going to, is it going to, you know, fall out? Going to die? Is that what he's asking? Mike, are you going to answer my question? Yes, that's what he's asking. No, we're not, because there is no such thing as the golden age of television. This is my answer. I've actually given this some thought. We are not in the golden age of television. We are in the age where television producers have figured out what television can be, and it's never going to be worse. It's going to be this forever. We finally figured. It took TV producers fifty years to figure out what television could be. So, what could it be? What we've got now, and this is what we're going to have going forward, and it is only going to get better. It's not a golden age. It's not going to be like an age, and then it's going to end, and then television's going to suck ass again for 30 years. Brady this Bunch is what and... television <laughs> is now. It found its way here. And it's just a gradation from here to things that are greater. It's just going to continue to do this. At the very least, it's going to continue like this. It may even get better. So one of the side hustles that I do is market research and market study, where I get to go like test things and sit in focus groups and it's a ton of fun. Is it, you, is it, do you test market positive thinking? I do. And I test market, test marketers to see how well they <laughs> market the test. Exactly. <laughs> but one, one, of the, <laughs> one of the ones I was on was about a new television channel they were trying to create. And it was all about you know, content. And I can't talk about what the content was, but and and the first question is, well, what did you think? And I said, well, if you're talking about creating a new, you know, TV channel, you've already lost because you need to look at how to uh, market media and streaming and information. And if you're looking at just a linear TV channel, you've already lost. Don't waste your time or money because you know things like streaming and and being able to uh, interactivity. So if you're watching a sporting event, being being able to choose what camera you want to watch the game from or what language you want to listen to it and having that, that interactivity with the show, that's where I think it's going. It's got yeah, to. Like I said, it's going to get better. Yeah. That's not to say that there isn't shit out there. There's plenty right. of it. And there will continue to be crap that's easy to produce and is lowest common denominator and is just kind of blah. But like when they talk about the golden age of television, they're talking about like the really great shows. We're not going to suddenly stop having those really great shows. They're just going to be different shows as they make more shows. They'll be delivered differently. Yeah, the delivery, that's moot. I'm saying television as a medium is going to continue to be this good. Breaking Bad is not the 
be all and end all. The Sopranos is not the be and all. Some in ten years from now, there's going to be a show that's going to leave Breaking Bad in the dust. People are going to look at this and say, "Yeah, Breaking Bad was good, but this." But see, when 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 he when he says the the golden age of TV, I think about it in terms of linear broadcast programming. That's not the way I've thought of that the term delivery of that's not the way I thought of the term. I thought of the term as the quality of programming, like serialized stories that take thirteen episode seasons to tell, rather than just like I think oh, here's an episode where it begins and it ends, and none of the characters ever change for eight seasons. I think we need a follow up question to find golden age of television. No, we don't. We, you defined what you thought it meant, and you gave your answer. And I I'm right. I d- define it. But I want, I, <laughs> no, you're not. I want to understand what he <laughs> thinks is right. Kevin? Yes. Because you're looking at me, and I have I'm no idea what's going on well, right Well, you now. know how to do the email thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin listens to the show, so Kevin can... Oh. Is he honestly going to listen this late into the show? Maybe not. I think he's referring to the quality of the gold, you know, the quality of the program. Well, he did say golden well, no, age of television. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Kevin said the quality is diminishing, the quantity is increasing. Quality is not diminishing. So Kevin thinks the quantity is is more important than the. Yeah. You could argue the that the not average superior now to the quality, diminishing, but there's just still because great there's shows. more, just because there's more crap. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it, you know, there's there's. A smaller percentage of great shows amongst the ever-increasing amount of shows in general, yes. So back in the day, we had three channels, right? And there might be four or five good TV shows. But now we have infinity number of channels when you look at YouTube. And what is the percentage of that being good quality entertainment? Yeah, but you can play the percentage game, but that's just like you're talking about like, well, how much crap is on the internet? It's incalculable, and it's it's going up at a at a quadratic well, rate. Um, but it's but if you count the number, like like this in this in the past ten years, how many truly good, really like wow shows? Number of how many? How many have there been? Number seventeen, of? exactly seventeen. Okay, <laughs> so now we go back to the eighties, and during the eighties, how many? I disagree. Really I think it was 16. twenty-two. Twenty-two. There were two, twenty-two really great shows yes. during the eighty. On I disagree. 80s, I think it was twenty-three in the last. There 10 was years. step by step and <laughs> step by step. Full house. Nineties show. Nineties show. <laughs> and Punky Brewster. And well, that's true. Silver <laughs> Spoons. <laughs> wonderful. Step by step. Well, I mean, there's lies. Port Washington, Wisconsin. It was my near dads. the yeah. mountains <laughs> next to Lake Michigan. Different strokes. There's lies, damned lies, and statistics. So we can make the numbers be whatever we want. But it, I agree there, with Kevin on the premise. There's the qu- a lot more that garbage. The quality out there. is diminishing and the quantity mm-hmm. is increasing. But the quantity has increased so much, and the delivery methods have in, have have dispersed so widely right. that it's so easy to find the good, the really really good quality stuff as much as you want, and ignore all of the. Bullshit. See, it, I disagree that I. If you say there, if I look at the last ten, I thought, like, I, thought I thought I was saying the same thing. You were. kind of, but you're saying the quality is diminishing because you're thinking about all this other crap that's everywhere. Oh, the I'm overall that quality. If you go looking yeah. for a good show, a really good show that's going to really make you go wow, you will find more of them in the last five years than any other five year period previous to that, and that is only going to continue yeah. increasing. Yeah. Now there's going to be that percentage of the overall shows might continue to get right. small because there's so much more crap out there. But there's, like I said, everybody loves Breaking Bad, and in ten years, some people are going to be looking back saying Ted Breaking Bad was pretty good. Right now, you ask people Breaking Bad, they're like, "Oh, best show ever!" 
10 years from now, they're going to go, yeah, that was pretty good. But the show that's on right now, that's in its third season, is head and shoulders above Breaking Bad. Yeah, have you guys seen The Love Boat? <laughs> <laughs> the Love Boat um, reboot? Yes, the, I the, have, the space, it's awful. The Space Love Boat? <laughs> <laughs> space Love Boat! Dude, I want to be Isaac. That's what they'll start doing. You want to really start doing a lot of crap is you just start remaking 70s and 80s shows in space. Right. Like the Space right. A-Team. Or back in time. You know, in a different space era. Space Cosby show. My two space dads. <laughs> We're back, baby. My two space dads. Welcome back, Mr. Like, space Cotter. We should remake Star Trek, but put it in space. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, Star Trek Underwater. Space Charlie's That'll Angels. Work. You should remake Star Trek, but deep, put it on Earth. Like, take Deep Space. Was it? Uh, they did that. It's deep called sea. Bonanza. Or Wagon Train. That's the one. Yeah. Wagon, Wagon Train. Wagon Train in Space was his, his pitch for the show. It's Space Love Boat, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. She's that show for near you. You'll find love in space. Intrigue. Meet new friends. The commander. Commander Stubing. Purser. Commander, he was, he, he's, he's, he was float promoted. over to me, Gopher. Purser Jordy LaForge, <laughs> running the ship's computers, data, starring Gavin McCloud as your captain in space. Well, as your space bo- captain. Well, Bernie yeah. Coppell as your space doctor. <laughs> Ted Lang as your space bartender. Fred Grandy as your space purser. And Lauren Tews as your space cruise director. Because that's We've how it was got... always at the beginning, as your, yeah. Yeah. as your captain, as your bartender. We've got the space shuffleboard over here. And then there's Jill Whelan as your Vicky. <laughs> she didn't have a, a space Vicky a space title. Vicky. She space was, Vicky. She was just, she was just <laughs> Captain Stubing's daughter, Vicky Stubing. Vicky Stubing's. Spacey. <laughs> as your Vicky. Does everybody get a Vicky? No. God, that show ran for 10 years. It was Because great. television was awful. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Because no one could come up with anything better than the love boat. <laughs> Man, do you have a good idea for a show? Well, what shows do we have right now that do the love boat thing where it's like you've got a core cast and then there's a really, like, well, I mean, a lot of shows do it. I mean, every show has guest stars and everything, but like, like, I don't know where they have, like, it's built around the idea of like, you're in the location and there's like. People come in and they're there for one episode and then they're gone because it's just like they're always there for one cruise. Like, like well, that's medical, Fantasy medical Island. dramas and Fantasy stuff. Island. Fantasy Island's a good example. You know, like medical dramas have characters that come in. They, you know, they have their. That's one any med- procedural. Medical, it's a procedure, but yeah, but there's always overlap where they last a long. You know, they're in multiple episodes. They have big long arcs and all Not that sort of thing. I don't. Love Boat always felt like, I don't know. It See, felt like it was like the, the thing about the love boat to like okay we've got we've got like here's our life raft and we're gonna put our right. our seven core characters on yeah. it and we've got five more spots on the life raft yeah and every episode we're gonna have to fill those five spots and we're gonna tell a story Easy. we're gonna tell three stories 
about those five people and how they interact with the seven Easy, characters. except it's one person, and it's one story, and it's Gilligan's Island. There were seven <laughs> core characters, and one person that showed up on that island on Said accident, they were get and then left. And then never helped them leave. Yep. The difference is that, you know... Including the Harlem you, fucking Globetrotters. <laughs> you can watch any episode of The and Love that Boat. that Japanese guy that thought World War II was still yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> And that Russian cosmonaut. <laughs> and a robot at one point, wasn't there? Was there a fucking robot? <laughs> I believe so. There were also natives from all sorts yeah. of different islands that showed was up. It, tried was to it the robot Gilligan. from, from uh, Lost in Space? It was kind of like that. It was a big clunky thing, yeah. Danger! Will Robinson! Danger, Gilligan. I'm stuck in the lagoon! <laughs> but the, the reason no, I love the way, the way Gilligan caused problems on that show, the robot would show up and be like, beep, boop, beep, zeep, zorp, and then Gilligan would walk onto the, like, Gilligan would walk onto frame, and the robot would just explode. <laughs> <laughs> because anything Gilligan touched just fell apart. And then Gilligan would eat and they a didn't kill that coconut cream pie, and everything would be fine. They could have just killed him. Gilligan? Yeah. Yeah, why If not? the six of them just agreed, you know, Gilligan just causes way too many problems. They could have just been like... Maybe he has a. Coconut, you know, it's his fault. Accident. We're here, probably. <laughs> I don't, did they ever establish that that it was Gilligan that screwed up? Um, they did not, but they do have an episode where uh, they hear on the radio that um, the disappearance of the minnow is being blamed on the captain. Yeah. That that somebody has made a determination that it was the captain choosing to go out at a certain time, and there was the storm, and blah blah blah, and it was his negligence or whatever that was going. And so the whole episode is is the skipper being like really guilt ridden and everything over now, every, did you see the very Brady by movie the, by the end they all assure him yeah. that you know like, he, he we don't fine. blame you or anything right. like that <laughs> they were secretly thinking hey, we blame Gilligan <laughs> but and the, we could just murder him obviously and, it was him we could just throw him in that cave with that gigantic spider <laughs> that, <laughs> that there's only one of wait on this island even though there should be just gaggles of them because they're spiders yeah <laughs> isn't that Return of the King no, no, no. But did, but Shelob first, yeah, lived on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> well, you there was get, a giant spider. You guys Gilligan's saw Island. a very there was also Brady a sequel. I've <laughs> seen all of them. I don't know which one is which. Okay, well, it's the one where you, where you find out that Florence Henderson's the uh, Brady mom. Yeah, Carol. Carol, Carol Brady. Carol Brady's husband is the professor from Gilligan's Island. Well, oh, Russell Johnson, the yeah, actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, of course, Higgins is on the the nineties on, on uh, Brady. So that's sequel. how she ended okay. up being yeah. single. Single, yes, because the professor was lost, disappeared at sea. Yeah, that's right. The, the, and, profe- and the professor the... never once mentions his three girls. No, not one time. What a douchebag! I swear, <laughs> he's hitting on Ginger too. And then Gilligan was the son of <laughs> who played Higgins in uh, Magnum <laughs> on Hawaii. What? Yeah. This all part of, uh, part of the uh, Tommy Westfall universe? No, no, no. Who, who was, <laughs> um, the the name of the, the the name of the actor who played Higgins on Magnum? Uh, I don't know who, but yeah, the older fellow. Anyway, he he was in the the Brady of... sequel, and it, oh. Gilligan was his son. And I don't remember in that, the whole okay. cross universe of uh, Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island, and they all ended up at Saint Eligius Hospital at some point. Yeah, <laughs> getting treated by. And then in 2019, they reunited at the at the house that they used the exteriors for, and that HGTV brought, bought, yeah. and they gutted it and turned it into the actual Brady house. Yeah. <laughs> After outbidding Lance Bass 
from NSYNC. <laughs> thank you, HGTV. <laughs> Just thank you. I still have that on the DVR, and I that's the world of, it. That's the world of... It's co- only like five episodes. Remember that quality television I was just talking about? That's this the is, world we live in. Yeah, this is the opposite of that. This yeah. is the quantity portion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so does boy. that answer your question, Kevin? I guess so. <laughs> I think yeah, Mike, an hour Mike later. needs another drink. <laughs> no, he doesn't. God. Space Starsky and Space Hutch. Mike's hiding his glass over here. <laughs> Where the bell used to be. I'd watch Space Starsky Literally, it's right where the bell used to be. You might want to move the glass because you're going to reach over and hit it and break it. What about Space Heart to Space Heart? (laughs) (laughs) Space Remington Steel? The Space Six six Million Dollar Man. I'm just looking at 70s shows. The Space A-Team. Space Cosby Show. The Space Dukes of Hazard. Space Simon and Space Simon. Different. <laughs> different space s- Chips. Space Chips. That I'd watch. I'd space watch chips. Space Chips. Yeah. yeah, with the, they'd have like old-timey, old-school, like uh, retro-future, like 20s, 30s style clothing yeah. and everything with the big bolt, the big the big sphere, gla- the big glass sphere, um, space helmet. And they're on like, they have, they'd have like, you know, space bikes that sound like jet, the Jetsons. And they chase down criminals on the uh, in the in the space Chicago, uh, the space California Highway Patrol. <laughs> I I moved to space California. <laughs> I, I, inexplicably, I loved this as a kid. It's a good it's a good tune. It's Alan Silvestri yeah. from the guy that did the score for Back to the Future. Forrest Gump. Yes, and all of the uh, of Robert Zemeckis movies. Yeah. He's like the number two guy behind John, John Williams. Williams. This is a good song. Good song. It's just bad actual music. I mean, the implementation of it. This is a catchy tune. No, it is a catchy tune, but I mean the discoification of it. I don't mind is that. Bad. It's bad. Her piece is I'll also catchy, but. <laughs> Starring Eric Estrada as Chip. <laughs> What? No, it's Ponch. Also starring Robert Pine, father of Chris Pine, who played James T. Kirk in the and the the JJification of Star Trek. So compare that to this. Is this BJ and the Bear? (laughs) Yes, it is. Right wow. around the same time, the characters on the road. BJ and the bear. Space BJ and the bear. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Matthew talking to his penis. Space BJ. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. BJ and the bear. I told BJ you it was BJ the bear. I got it on the first door. I've never heard, even heard of this. Really? Yes. Now, okay, it's it's Greg Evigan. This is from the not oh. golden age of television. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, yes. Mike, Greg Evigan. It's from the was bronze of, age. Who was, who was the non-Paul Reiser, my other dad in My Two Dads. The guy who played the other dad, other than Paul Reiser. My Two Dads, never saw it. Okay, fine. I, I've heard of it. Um, Greg Evigan. Greg Evigan? That's his name. And he was, uh, he was a trucker. And he had an orangutan <laughs> that, uh, or no, is it a chimp? He's a chimp. 
um, bears a chim, um, who uh, rode along with him in his semi, and he went from place to place and helped people. With his chimp? With his chimp. Yeah. And there were a couple of other recurring characters. Did the chimp ever tear anyone's face off or genitals? No, no. No. The, the Nor did he fling poo. The important thing to note about this... Who flung poo? <laughs> the important thing poo. to note about this particular opening theme song is, is that like many theme songs in the 70s yeah. and, and in early 80s, it's 90 seconds long. Yeah. And it is literally... 80% shots of a semi driving down the road. Yeah. Wow. And then it's shots of him and the, and the, and the monkey, the chimp, and then like the couple guest stars. And yeah, it's like, that's, that was your opening theme song. Now compare that to the chips theme, which was 80% two dudes on motorcycles mm-hmm. zooming mm-hmm. along the California highway. Chips is far better. Oh than yeah, that I, agree. Of crap. I agree. I agree. I love pointing up BG and the Bear because it's such a It was awful. Terrible. It went for three seasons. I know. Almost as bad as Greatest American Hero. And this is three seasons back when seasons were like 25 plus episodes. I mean, it's bad, but it's nostalgically good. No. Yes, it is. I tried watching an episode, and I didn't have enough in the house to drink to get through it. That's a lie. (laughs) You you showed us the pictures (laughs) of what you have in the house to drink. All right. So we hope that answered your question. We got, any, <laughs> we got anything else? Anything else we want to cover here before Mike falls asleep? I think <laughs> I, I think we've proved why, why why show planning is actually important. <laughs> well, we knew this episode was going to be like this <laughs> on purpose. We we came into that eyes wide open. Thank you, Scotland. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. If Scotland would like to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Scotland, yeah. Actually, no, Ireland should should um, sponsor this because it's episode 353. Oh, that's right. Country code 353. Yeah. Is our closing theme? No, this is the real deal here. Back to the future. Oh, this is boring. Give me the synthesizers. This is from the Intrada Special Collection full score of Back to the Future. Marty! By Alan Silvestri. <laughs> Marty. We need to go back to the future. So this is Doc flying down the wire and landing. And then Marty going, Doc! <laughs> This is the moment where you know he's going to make it. Cue lightning strike. Down the wire. Yep. That is from the 10 minute and 33 second. End scene. It's been educational dash clock tower. (laughs) That's what the song's called. Yeah. We're closing in on three hours. Yeah, I think we can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we can call this. I think we're done. We can, Sor- sorry, Jim. We can pinch this one off. Yeah. 
on the next episode of Burger Burger Nerd Burger. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm Nerd Burger. This will sh- it'll be five minutes. It's five minutes. Wow. On the next episode, we'll pronounce it properly. Am I gonna need to put a? Am I gonna need oh. to put a bucket next to you oh, when I'm you're fine. sleeping tonight? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're done. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you, Matthew. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Kurt. <laughs> Thank Fuck. you for joining us for this, <laughs> for whatever this was. Cunt. Whoa! <laughs> no! No! What? What do you That's mean? A term no. of endearment in other countries, not ours. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 that wasn't addressed at anyone. That was just merely an ex- exclamation. That's an Easter egg for anyone who made it to the end. Fart knocker. <laughs> Because this show has been pure fart knockery. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what? Did you I ask me? I was, I was, no, the I was East, thanking the our Easter guests, egg. and you decided oh, to just start dropping expletives and no, farting. The, the Easter egg is the email address that I said earlier. <laughs> that if they email, I don't know if they have to listen oh, to that okay. point of the Go back know, about an hour. Well, or two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Start from the beginning. Outro. Anyway, <laughs> Craig, you were saying. Thank I, you. I already said my stuff. Oh, thank well, you. Thank you. Because thank you, Kurt, for driving all this way. <laughs> yeah. For, just to be on the show. <laughs> for, yep. Leaving now. <laughs> going home. For this. And thank you, Matthew. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Good Lord. I know. Oh. And thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Andy. And thank you, Jim, for at least communicating Give it, with us. Giving and, it a shot. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't have you on here. If we talk for like another 20, 25 minutes, we can probably get him. But anyway, we're done. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us or don't, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the game stuff that I'm designing and to drive through rpg.com to purchase one or more of those games. Good job. <laughs> Backpack. Woo-hoo. Backpack. Woo-hoo. Fix your mother fucking app. Next week on Murder Burger. Murder Burger. Welcome to the Murder Burger. 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 I got a pee. <laughs> All right. I could try closing the app. That might turn it on. Or I can use oh, my hey, phone. Oh, hey, app. How are you doing? Oh, you look yeah. hot. Oh, you look so good. I'm trying to turn on the app. You're trying to turn <laughs> off the app is what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you, too. There we that go. Jeez. <laughs> that was excruciating. I still have to I'm pee. unplugging the iPad. <laughs> on the next episode of Nerd Burger, Mike... We'll be recovering from a hangover <laughs> on the next episode, a week from now. I'm hydrating. <laughs> yeah. uh, Merry ne- Christmas, everybody. The next episode's going to be normal length, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure if Jim is on, so I can't promise. I have no idea who's on or what's happening. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we did this to our fans. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there you go. Fan. That's true. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs>
Oh, good night, everybody. Show's over. Thank you, Benny Nuts. <laughs> <laughs>